just jump right in. Did you did you hit the record button? I hit record now. All right. The numbers are going up from zero. Nice. And this is episode number one of the re like it uh, is new because the, the relaunch of the uh I got PGP like a vape kit going here that's recording the podcast. Yeah, it's nice. It's a little, it's, it's much smaller than our first mixing board that we had. Uh, that I didn't I, know how to use. Yeah. At all. <laughs> I still, maybe Terry could explain what phantom power actually does. Um, phantom power is if you have a condenser microphone, that either has to be powered by a battery or fancy equipment like you have there will power will them. send power through the mic cable to the mic so you okay. don't have to put in batteries i just always thought the phantom power was a very confusing term for it's just giving it power it, yeah <laughs> it, it, turn on power that's yeah. all that's all that is so this one we we don't have the fancy mics but we can do okay and i nice. can also mute you at yeah. any time but that only also <laughs> that only matters with condenser mics yeah yeah so. you're, you're probably... dynamic i had to because i had to research that these are dynamic mics nice yeah, keep that mute button uh, handy for me. <laughs> Which one? And you got the color code, so yep, I, I can. Okay, whenever yeah, we need yeah. to. Yeah, I already told you I won't talk much. You really don't have to mute me. No, no. I, if I remember right, when we added Terry to the podcast on the uh, the old uh, episodes, they they increased by about fifty percent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what increased by 50%? We used to do an hour podcast. <laughs> then we'll talk oh, two hours. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> the duration. Yeah. I, I will I will practice restraint. No, the length no. versus girth. Just, just go for it. You know. No, no. But, I'm going to bring the girth. Tom's mm-hmm. right. All right. In the end, I guess that's what truly matters. That's why, that's why I, read the, I read an article. Sweet. But anyways, I'm your host, Chad. And with me, as always, is Tom. Yep, I'm here. And I, I'm, I'm going to make you guys, since since we're rebooting PGP Billcast, can I, do I get to pick, can we use movies we had used before? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> I was you know, wondering. You know what my first movie is going to be then, right? Huh? If it's Beer for My Horse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was too recent. I've watched <laughs> no, that you in said the past I decade. Any, I, I didn't <laughs> specify which movie. I just said I have any movie from before. Oh, please don't be Beer for My Horses. <laughs> I was wondering about that. <laughs> what about though? Radical Jack? If If I do the Rift Tracks version. Did we do Radical Jack? I don't think we ever did. No. No. But it's the Rift Tracks version is excellent. Okay. Radical Jack is another Billy Ray Cyrus movie. Okay. <laughs> um, I bet it's really good. But yeah, I don't remember the retro reviews we did before, so we kind of have to start over because uh, unless there's a definitive list somewhere. Yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus is like, a, for some reason, like a, a ex-military and he's like spying on people, but usually he's spying on them from like eight feet away through my like through binoculars. <laughs> no, like, I swear we watched that. I swear we watched we, that. We'll watch it. Again. I'm so not, is, is, is Wilford Brimley in it? <laughs> no, you're thinking of uh, uh, John Claude Van Damme's Hard Target. <laughs> oh, you're right. I, okay, I am thinking of Hard. Target. There is an old white guy in this, yeah, but it's not Wilford Brimley. Uh, okay, well, I mean, right. it's hard to always get the best. And then also here is Terry. Hi, I'm Terry. All right. Well, coming up in today's episode, we're looking at the re- new releases from February of 2024. So, so oh, thank some... you for putting the little um, synopses on there. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Especially because the Out of Darkness one, I I wasn't sure how long ago it was based. Yeah, 45,000 years ago. Okay. And it also, apparently... Well, right, if, if it was the Predator, that would be a cool reveal in that movie. Yeah, it could be. That'd be more cool than yeah. I think what it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, no, the whatever the creature is that we kind of got a little glimpse of. Do you think it, they'll ever actually show it, cool. or is it going to be one of the uh, like Cloverfield where you never? No, actually I, see I think you'll see it. I think yeah, you'll see it. see it by the end, but well, you won't see huge it. Huge no, wiener. <laughs> um, 
And then uh, also we're we our first retro review is a uh, you know an '80s nostalgia movie, Take Me Out Tonight, which Star- I had seen partially, but yeah. never watched it fully. Though I had thing. never heard of it. I thought so. I went and saw this in the theater with you. If we might have, it was familiar, but I did not remember any okay. specific. Maybe because most of the actors besides Barry were terrible. <laughs> I, I will say the Topher Grace is just beyond terrible. The the and, the female lead too. I mean, and, she's very attractive, but her oh her yeah, acting yeah, was she very, wasn't very, very good. flat. Yeah, pretty bad. And then uh, also, since in that theme, we're doing our top ten, eighty or five top. Ah, you uh, said it this time. No, no. Well, we could easily do a top ten because I have about fifty runners. Up, I do. So. I do have ten, but I technically I would have ten total. I, I wasn't okay. sure how many like backups to have, so I have five backups. Okay, well, we can switch this to top ten. It's not a big deal. Uh, <laughs> not sure. This, not sure what the bottom five would make my list, but we can do it, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, no. Pro- I mean, whatever you guys want to do. I just, huh? you know, I, yeah, I was can, used to top any, ten, so I made a top. Anybody 10. else have problem, child? On their, I don't know, but I do love John Ritter. (laughs) It's a great movie. (laughs) Well, that's a little sneak peek right there of uh, (laughs) mentally ill children. Yeah, that's a preview of what we're doing. It's always humorous. All right. So, anyways, let's get into uh, February releases and a movie that I'm excited to see is Argyle. Oh, looks so good. A reclusive author, Ellie Ellie Conway, writes best-selling espionage novels about a secret agent named Argyle who's on a mission to unravel a global spy syndicate. However, when the plots of her books start to mirror covert actions of real-life spy organization, the line between fiction and reality begin to blur. This is starring Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, and Henry Cavill, and directed by Matthew Vaughn, who also directed The Kingsman. Mm-hmm. It seems kind of in that uh, vein. I've never seen any of The Kingsman movies. Really? The first one is amazing. The, I, the, I wasn't... I feel like I was turned off or didn't want to go see them because I was told there was some sort of like weird sexual violence in them. Oh, this is, uh, well, that's the, what you go see it. The for. last, uh, uh, I, I mean, literally, I didn't go see it because I heard it was. Uh, there's a some questionable things, is what I was told. Uh, no, nothing like violent. Uh, at the end of the movie, he, uh, it uh, basically is implied that he has anal sex with the. Uh, the girl that he saves and people were not happy about that oh okay but it's not like they show it it's like okay. they just show her like no, I, I, I thought over. he was like he was like assaulting someone <laughs> no, like, no. I understood. okay maybe i'll watch the game yeah it, it's worth watching yeah okay. i mean it's not gonna blow your mind it's not a fantastic it will, movie it's but a it's great good. movie it's a great movie i but love been like three uh there's a sequel that wasn't as good and then i haven't seen the prequel but okay yeah so but anyway, yeah, this film seems right up his alley. Um, I have to say Sam Rockwell looks like he's going to steal the show on this one. I mean, how many times is he going to dance, though, in in the movie? <laughs> Hopefully a lot. Because you guys, Sam Rockwell dances in every movie that he's in. I guess I I did not know that was like a specific thing. Yeah, that's uh, okay. like because uh, Iron Man 2, he dances and. Pretty much every movie that he's in, okay. he he has some sort of dance routine. The first I'm, time I saw I'm him, not, was, I'm not sure about three billboards in whatever. I'm pretty though. sure that he dances at some point in that. Does he? <laughs> okay. He doesn't dance in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but uh, that's uh But do we really count pretty, that as a movie? Huh? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it a pretty uh, definitive pretty, point of my childhood. Yeah, pretty amazing movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can quote that front to back. Oh. 
See, which, I think which, I'm just a little too old. You guys, was Vanilla Ice in the first, second, second one, second. So I, seems like me and Terry are not uh, agreeing on stuff here. To, the early well, going. No, usually, it's usually it's me. But for people, <laughs> for people who aren't familiar with the show, who didn't hear the old show, I mean, this really is three guys with very different tastes in film. Yeah, so, I would say I mean, Chad being kind of the more the middle. Yeah, Chad's <laughs> pretty mainstream. Tom is very B movie, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely the art house crowd. So, yeah. So basically, uh, would you rather watch Naked Lunch or would you rather watch Beer for My Horses or Ooh. Naked Gun? <laughs> <laughs> Naked Gun, we would all agree on. We, yeah, we, yes. see, and that's the beauty of it. We find common ground. Yeah. We'll all get together and we'll watch Naked Gun. Naked. Yeah, Naked Lunch still makes me mad. Yeah, just thinking about that movie. But I, I can retro review it again because we wiped the <laughs> slate clean. You know, you can you can choose Naked Lunch. Chad Chad was here when I tried to watch yeah. it. And I, we were I watching it together, angry. and then Tom got up and walked away when uh, he starts humping the, uh, the well, like the, fin- the he like finger the, bangs the uh, the flesh typewriter. Uh, typewriter yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's an wow. apt description of what happens there. <laughs> I'm confused. Tom is just I'm going to bed. <laughs> When's, when's RoboCop showing up? <laughs> He's not RoboCop. I was promised RoboCop. <laughs> this RoboCop touched me in bad ways. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't have that metal spike. <laughs> and, uh, Jesus. This. <laughs> was it you that shared me that photo of the, the lady wearing the t-shirt? Had her photo of Paul, uh, Peter Weller where it said, do you remember when RoboCop shot that guy in the dick? <laughs> so it was on her t-shirt yeah, and she's yeah. like, with him, and he, he's like, had the biggest shit-eating grin in his face to get a picture <laughs> of this girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh, Well, I mean, the me. thing about I Naked remember, Lunch, yeah. I mean, all of Cronenberg's body horror stuff makes you uncomfortable. It's it's kind of part of the point, I think. <laughs> Another meme that's pretty good is uh, the, somebody holding a... Uh, the mercury, like the silver mercury, and then it shows a picture of a little cup. Of- <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. Yeah. The way I'm picturing. It. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose this is an audio-only podcast, so you can't see my face. It's disturbed. <laughs> Though the new RoboCop uh, game is pretty good. I've heard that, yeah. yeah. I want to check that that's out. That's pretty fun. Because yeah. I, I, I'm short on video games. Right now I'm replaying Fallout 3 for no good reason. What's well, because... It's better than Fallout 4. So I think it's a valid choice. <laughs> oh, come on. I like Fallout 4. What I don't like is the multiplayer Fallout uh, 76. Well, Did anybody not like worry about too much there because they laid off a whole bunch of people from that team. <laughs> oh, okay. In the last month. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I tried That's playing like every it. It was, just, it, it, was, it was the walking around in the Fallout world, but it was none of the Fallout world. It was just... Yeah, they're gonna be remaking New New Vegas, which is Ooh, arguably, nice. arguably everybody usually felt to be the favorite for the Fallout games. And then play it. I'm sorry. And then there's the Fallout <laughs> TV show coming out pretty soon. Oh, oh yeah, I'm very excited which about that. Which looks good. <laughs> Hopefully, it's uh, better received than uh, the Halo show. Everybody I mean, hates well, that. This <laughs> has Walter Goggins in it. Yeah, and, everybody seems um, to be pretty positive. Uh, yeah. Okay. And from the previews I've seen, they nailed the look of the game because Goggins so. is a ghoul. So yeah, he, he seems pretty funny. The one like the weird sort of. They have no 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 yeah, yeah. Have, like corpses, I guess. And All right. Kind of so, looks like Walton Goggins. <laughs> yeah. So Argyle looks funny. Looks like it's yeah. got some good action in it. Um definitely a wait for video, but you know. No, I'm gonna go see no, it me in the theater. And, me and Holly are gonna see it next weekend. Oh well, bloody hell. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm the only one in the wait for video, but yeah, I'm pro- uh, I'm probably seeing it in uh 
on my day off here. And I need to see what, because there clearly is some sort of theme arc for the cat. We yeah, the, the, yeah, the cat seems to be kind of like the twist, I think, is going to be about the cat. So, Well, I mean, I don't want to say the film should focus on the cat, but I feel like the film should focus on the cat. Well, uh, I'm curious to see how much they blend, like like you said here, the fiction reality blur where the way I understood, I was taking it literally, she happens to be writing the books that exactly mimic real life. Yeah. Maybe... I know they start to blur them, like, you know, kind of bleed them together. Were. What was that Sandra Bullock movie that she was the author and it had the it Channing Tatum in it as well? Lost City? Yeah. Wasn't she same kind of premise? Or I didn't well, yeah, see Well, yeah, well, he was the cover model oh, for, okay. her, for the novels. Okay. But then she basically met, like, Brad Pitt is, like, the real-life version of her character. But then Channing Tatum has to, like, help out. And he's, okay. He's the bumbling idiot. That turns out to have a okay. cool. So not like this at all? No. No, not at all. Okay. Say. Other than that, they're both authors. Mm-hmm. All right. I, there, again, there's that character that's similar to real life, but I think this one is very much she is somehow accidentally completely 100% dictating what or okay. laying out what's actually happening for that spy organization. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Looks good. I like Henry Cavill. So it's always, uh, he was very, amazing in Mission Impossible uh, Rogue Nation. Yeah. He's very handsome. I, or I, was it Fallout? He was Fallout. <laughs> He's just handsome. He is a handsome, handsome man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, next up is Lisa Frankenstein. A misunderstood teenager and a reanimated corpse embark on a murderous journey to find love, happiness, and a few missing body parts. I know. I was kind of. I was kind of into this one. I don't yeah. know. Uh, starring Catherine Newton and Cole Sprouse, uh, and then directed by Zelda Williams. Wasn't there already a teen zombie love story uh, like about a decade ago? No, uh, you're thinking of my boyfriend's back, probably. Yeah, and that's uh, that was like early '90s. Uh, oh Jesus! Okay, or mid '90s. I have no concept of time. Uh, it was uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's like one of his first roles, and actually a pretty good movie. <laughs> it was. I'm gonna watch. I didn't realize that was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, he plays the like uh, the main bully's like buddy. And he accidentally stabs himself in the head with an axe when he's gonna go kill the zombie. <laughs> but huh. Okay. But, uh, no Tucker but, Dale versus Evil, but yeah. No, no, it's it's not a great movie, but it's uh some pretty quotable lines like okay. Philip Philip Seymour Hoffman just did a little snot. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sounds yeah. like what he Yeah, right, well this one looks like it's really gonna have to thread the needle mm-hmm. between funny and cheesy yeah, like, yeah. It, yeah it's clearly aiming for camp but right that's that's hard to do on, on purpose yeah and this is the one that was written by uh what's her face that's from minnesota diablo cody diablo cody yeah yeah and so. historically i'm not a huge diablo cody fan but you know i have nothing against her it's just i mean her work because jennifer's typically... body was kind of like the big one right there buddy <laughs> yeah what was the last one that you did that seemed to be sort of a mixed uh let me look it up hold on Everybody uh, just take promising a drink. young adult or the one with uh, Charlie Theron. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was promising uh, young young adult. Oh, uh, not promising. Uh, Tully was. Uh, let's see, that looks like the last. She did a TV movie, so apparently, so I, I feel like most people saw Jennifer's body for Megan Fox. Yeah. I feel like there was a specific reason you went I'm, to see that movie. I, I mean, I'd say the uh, to Juno... see Jennifer's body. Yes, yeah. yeah, as portrayed by Megan Fox's body. Yes. <laughs> But uh, I mean, everybody Juno was kind of her. Like, yeah, well, that's hit. what didn't she win an Oscar yeah, for that? She got the Academy Award for that one, I think. 
Oh. Um, and it was an okay movie. I mean, yeah, no, it's not an okay movie. It's pretty terrible. But <laughs> I, I thought it was okay. I, the you know, and Jerry, our, our brother, would, would complain about this a lot. But the uh, the modern slang use in it gets to be a bit much. But and it's very rapid fire. It's like a Gilmore Girls delivery where I find a, I have a hard time following it sometimes as it's so rapid. Back when I'm like, I don't know what they're saying. I do remember uh, another movie uh, from a young adult is takes place in Minneapolis and all the people refer to Minneapolis as the Minneapolis and, and no one does. Nobody, that. nobody says that. So if you're not in one of our friends that are listening, if you come to Minnesota, don't call it Minneapolis. They're just going to stare at you with a blank stare. <laughs> I hmm, odd. Wait, someone who's not our friends is going to listen to this? No, no, okay. they're not even no. going to listen. No, no, not even. They, our they know the Skyway. Yeah. Well, I will I will post three. it on Facebook, which potentially could get one listener for about three minutes. That's where we buy drugs in the winter. All right. So whatever we yeah. said at the beginning of this thing, hopefully. <laughs> it's going to be hot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell me, about, uh, tell me about Mystery uh, Monsters, Chad. Out of Darkness, about 45,000 years ago. That's a long time ago. It, it is. is. A desperate band of early humans finds a new land to settle in. As they start to realize that something monstrous is hunting them down, they must confront a horrifying danger that they never could have imagined. <laughs> that well, if you're 25, <laughs> you're going to be dying soon. Yeah, I mean, 45,000 years ago, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't think it would be hard to stun them with much of anything. Like, you know, <laughs> show them an iPhone, their heads would explode. I mean, do you think there's going to be some sort of big, like an alien, like some sort of big twist, I, like aliens or something? Yeah, it's I, pretty straightforward. I think it's going to be just like a big bear. <laughs> it's a bear. That's that's what it is. There it's just, yeah. it's nothing special about the I mean, bear. It's the just bear, a, it's a bear, bear. From Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's gonna. I don't know. I was hoping it was gonna be the predator. That was that would be, I that would make me want to see this movie. Yeah, but I don't think it's the studio that owns the rights to Predator. Oh, so. oh okay. <laughs> so okay. hope. But I mean the because that could be a thing for Predator now because they jump back what like a hundred or so years yeah. for the last Predator movie now you are advanced jump... technology they must have been zipping around 45,000 yeah 45,000 years ago that's five minutes to them they don't care so you know oh yeah the well, what, like, what was cause, it because they breed the aliens and that seemed to be like ancient ancient times that they, yeah. they have planets dedicated to it the, the, are they sticking with that the, the Predators uh, created the at least on the shitty the, ones I've seen recently the, yes were they called Xenomorphs Xenomorphs yeah yeah, yeah. What, yeah, was, the, what was the one where they're predator movie where they're stuck on the ship and they went crazy and we but we calculated it was only like five or six days had passed in the movie. Oh, that's the one oh, with the, Adrian Brody. Adrian yes, Brody. Adrian Brody yeah. one. Yeah. You you and I were just dying and they're <laughs> yeah. like, wait, they've and uh, yeah, yeah, they've only like, been there a couple of weeks. We're just like, wait, what no. Yeah. <laughs> no, the the funniest part of that was that uh Lawrence Fishburne plays it and he's supposed to have been there for three seasons, but they each season they bring in new people and like they're only there for a week, and then you see at the end of the movie they're showing like the next season coming in. So it's like, so Lawrence Fishburne's been there like three weeks, and he's gone crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, make a dumbest movie. <laughs> what was the name of that one? Uh, Predators. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that that very clever. Yeah. Um, with the apostrophe at the end. Yeah. Well, out of darkness. Um, as it turns out, is is it about them just running out of darkness? Well, it seemed like they had discovered like a new land. In, yeah, I feel that, like in the I, well, with the way she was frantically trying to light a fire, I got the sense that if it gets dark, they're in trouble. I think this is supposed to be on Earth, so I mean, 
You know, it's not like Pitch Black. That would that would also be cool if it was Pitch Black. This could be a prequel to Pitch Black. I would take that. Yeah, which is a prequel to Riddick, which is Chronicles Riddick. Yeah. Well, Pitch Black was the first movie. Chronicles of Riddick was a sequel. sequel. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, okay. he's in prison yeah. then after yeah. the Pitch Black part. Yeah. Shine job. But anyway, <laughs> so I get the sense from this that if there's no light, they're in some way in trouble. That was, But I could be misinterpreting the trailer no, that you're I right, hastily like watched. trying yeah. to... I don't know. It's probably just cold. I'm on fire. <laughs> Didn't look very comfortable. I, don't like, I really don't like fire. eating raw meat anymore. <laughs> I'm 24 years old. I've only got six months to live. <laughs> Tell my grandkids. They, they they all had very good teeth and very like clear skin yeah. for ancient peoples. Yeah, that yeah. was hard. That, that was kind of the same in in Predator, like <laughs> the, the new Predator movie. It's like that everybody's look, looked like they're from California. <laughs> <laughs> Healthy living, good lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they all are all on the paleo diet. So yeah, <laughs> by definition, yeah. yeah. Very attractive people. Um, next up, we have Madam Web. Cassandra Webb, that's a coincidence. Oh, yeah. The two Bs. Um, that's right up totally there with uh, Cassandra. someone named Doc, Dr. Octagon ending up with a leg. <laughs> Octavius. Do- Octavius. Octavius, yeah. yeah. I was trying to remember the, the line from Spider-Man. Him being in the MMA would be kind of fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Why Octavius and the Octagon. Well, they did it with Spider-Man in the first Sam Raimi movie. He did... Like well, Bracho, yeah. Bracho Bracho Man Randy yeah. Savage, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in the mm-hmm. comics, like uh, Spider Man was a wrestler. Like that was like, mm-hmm. oh no, shit. yeah, okay. What was that Ripshaw? What was the uh, uh, Bonesaw? Bonesaw. Bonesaw. <laughs> that that was a pretty good cameo. Yeah, it was a yeah. great cameo. Uh, but anyways, Cassandra Webb is a New York City paramedic who starts to show signs of clairvoyance. After, I should say, with a new near-death experience. Yeah. I think yeah. it's important. Uh, forced to confront revelations about her past, she must protect three young women from a mysterious adversary who wants them dead. Wait, so a girl who can see the future has to reconcile with her past? Say it ain't so. So is is that Spider-Man in the movie? Like, who is the, like, the bad villain uh, looked uh, like a Spider-Man adjacent yeah, character. Yeah. I mean, this is the Spider-Man universe. Uh, it's Sony, so... Can't have any of the MCU like Disney movie. Can they have Venom? Do they? They can use Venom though. They can use Venom. Anything like uh like the Sinister Six villains from Spider Man. They can use. use. And they seem to suggest that they're all connected. Like all had been bitten maybe by a spider. They all live to wonder how you know that spider would have only bitten one guy. I mean. I think I think he should have bitten a lot of people. I mean, it's not I, like they caught the spider; it was still running around in the lab. I assume the bad guy is like the research. Like her mom was like researching spiders or whatever. Like the, and he knows it gives them yeah, powers. So yeah, trying to keep. Okay. So, so that, that's my guess. I Probably. Don't know. A, I, yeah, it doesn't look very I good. I like superhero movies. Yeah, it just didn't see. Yeah, it I'm, jump out. I'm so completely done with superhero movies. I don't even watch them anymore. Like, I, I don't think I've watched a superhero uh-huh. movie in a couple of years. I watched I, the latest Ant-Man, and that was weird. I didn't see that one Not yet. great. But now, the I, one exception to this will be anything involving Daredevil, Kingpin, or um, or the Punisher. Like, uh, from did, that. What about Deadpool? From, De- Deadpool's my one well, exception. Well, okay. I don't even count Deadpool to really be in the superhero okay. Because there's Donna. a new Deadpool coming. Yeah, him, I, him and Wolverine looks yeah. pretty. Uh, I, looks I, I will, a pretty good movie. Okay, I admit I will be watching that. But I'm talking the greater, you know, Marvel universe, DC universe thing. I am just so sick to death of superhero movies that I just skip them. 
Yeah, I haven't watched it. I haven't been keeping up as uh, much as I used to. I, I think it was uh, Disney Plus with all the TV shows. It's like, I'm not going to watch like eight hours of each each character. And it's like, no thanks. Uh, but this is starring Dakota Johnson, uh, Sydney Sweeney, and Isabella Merced, directed by S.J. Clarkson. Sydney Sweeney, she seems to be the new hotness. Yeah, she she showed her very impressive boobs off in a TV show and made her quite famous. <laughs> I wish I I wish I could remember. I, Holly and I went and saw a romantic comedy with her in it within the oh, month. yeah, yeah. It's in uh, something about you or something like that. Yeah, it was yeah. very. It was a very yeah. formulaic movie, but yeah, uh, Isabella Merced was uh, Dora the Explorer. Okay, yeah, that was the a, live action. That Dora. was a weird ass movie yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> So, I have to say, I missed. Did, did that you one. see that? One? But no, I mean, there's no. like a scene where they basically trip out on acid, and it's a weird movie. <laughs> okay, yeah. Might have to you remember what I'm talking about when they go into like the weird animated? I part haven't of watched it, it yet. Oh. I, just, I, I saw the trailer. So <laughs> did they sing the map song? <laughs> I believe they do when they're on, based on their acid trip. Yes. Okay, nice. Because I always love the lyrics to that one. Mm. All right, we better get off of this. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bob Marley, One Love. Jamaican singer-songwriter Bob Marley overcomes adversity to become the most famous reggae musician in the world. I guess I I didn't know much about Bob Marley. I didn't know there was like all these assassination attempts and stuff to him. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, honestly, I I have to admit um, a fair amount of ignorance. I just know he died from melanoma. I knew that people tried to kill him. He died from melanoma. Really? After a bunch of assassinations? In his well, toe. And then he yep. just dies of melanoma. Of the nail bed, yeah. Ain't that a bitch. He knew about it, but his, that they didn't want to remove the toe. Like, they used, like, holistic methods. and. Oh, that's a good plan. It didn't work. That's unfortunate. Well, so this is something that could have been easily, like... Well, it could have still he, been metastasized, but if you had removed the toe, there maybe would have been a better chance. That sucks. I love Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, his music's fantastic. I just... I, I don't know. Some artists, you end up learning their backstory, and some artists, you don't. And I guess now this is our opportunity to learn his backstory. With all of the accuracy, I assume, that the Queen movie covered Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So this is starring uh, Kingsley Ben-Adir and Lashana Lynch, and it's directed by Reynaldo Marcus Green. I will say Kingsley Ben-Adir looks nothing like Bob Marley. (laughs) Aside from two specific yeah, he has features being a black male. Yeah, it's a black male with dreadlocks. And well, that covers it. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. That's Bob, Bob Marley. Marley. <laughs> so I'm just going to assume that uh, that's always Bob Marley. I it's thought like... it was Bob Marley. I got scared. That was a ghost. But I don't know. Black ghost. I mean, like, the, it looks all right. Yeah, it looks like a, you know, a, a, a good subject for a biopic because it's, you know, like, like a lot of other artists you kind of already know a lot about them but this one i I, I didn't know much yeah i don't know much so (laughs) i can go in and learn things oh yeah i'm just wondering like how how thick he's gonna lay on the uh the jamaican accent it seemed pretty thick in the trailer yeah it was pretty thick yeah (laughs) i would say the the timothy chalamet he's he's doing the bob dylan biopic and he was up in hibbing yeah yeah learning how learning how to speak hibbing well because that's where bob dylan was born in yeah yeah So he's at the high school. He still looks like he's in high school. Yeah, I, I, that's another one where I'm not sure if I yeah. would put Timothy Chalamet as a Bob Dylan. Like, I mean, the hair, 
is about it. I mean, at this point, but, hasn't like a dozen actors played Bob Dylan? At yeah. this point? Wasn't there one movie where there was every, one movie where like eight different people played like Bob K- Dylan? Kate Blanchett, I think, yeah. played Bob Dylan in that movie. So at this point, anybody who's anybody has played Bob Dylan. <laughs> All right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Kingsley Benadire will also then play Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Yeah. yeah. Let's just keep that rolling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll say he's a guy, but it doesn't matter. Then Lashana Lynch, uh, she was in uh, the last Bond movie, I think. So, but anyways, Land of Bad. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking of a fat Russell Crowe coming up next. Yeah, episode. Land of Bad. <laughs> when a Delta Force <laughs> team fat. is ambushed, in... <laughs> it's Land of Fat. Uh, when a Delta Force team is ambushed in enemy territory, a rookie officer refuses to abandon them. Their only hope lies in Russell lies with an rookie? Air Force. Oh my God, what has, what has he been doing for the last 85 years? He's <laughs> old as hell in that movie. Their only hope lies with an Air Force drone pilot. That's Russell Crowe. Oh, that's the oh, Russell Crowe. Okay, okay. The rookie is the other guy. Liam yeah, Hemsworth. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The way as, that sentence is phrased it makes me think they're... Yeah. <laughs> commas are... Yeah. So anyways, this Air Force drone pilot, uh, as the eye, he's the eyes in the sky during a brutal 48-hour battle for survival. Do you know it was only 48 hours? Why? That's how long the drone battery lasts. <laughs> That is that really? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> well, I do have what to What happened after that? I don't know. <laughs> you know, it, end of the movie. What struck me the most is man it be hard, it's it's hard to be a macho drone pilot. Like they they do these shots of him being like very gung-ho like well, no, um but like he's I, like I did not thousands get, I did not get miles gung-ho. away. I did not get gung-ho from Russell Crowe. <laughs> he seemed to be oh, sleepwalking. Take some more prednisone. <laughs> How much are you paying me for this? Ten million. Oh, All right, let's do this. <laughs> I mean, in a way, it's like the wimpiest combat role a person could have. I mean, I'm not, I'm not picking on drone pilots. I'm just saying, like, you, it's hard to be macho about it. You well, are you're a drone probably pilot. thousands of miles. Well, away. yeah, I, I, I am technically legally a drone pilot, and let, let's and go blow that, some stuff up. And dude. that right there is proof that it's not very macho. <laughs> <laughs> let's go blow some stuff up. Let's no, do I, this. I, I, I compared to the military, I fly toys. You know, we need to get some military grade uh, drones. <laughs> Although, you know, I do have to say, like uh, the whole um, conflict in the Ukraine. You know, they've really found creative uses for drones. They're dropping bombs and grenades with basically yeah, you, DJI. Yeah, drones. You, yeah. Yes, to say <laughs> Ukraine has made extensive use. Of, yeah, we'll say commercial drones. <laughs> Well, the drone pilot is uh, Russell Crowe, and then the the rookie officer is Liam Hemsworth. He just has he just hasn't had the same not that he not successful, but just yeah. nothing like his brother. I mean, he he really needs to thank his brother for his career. <laughs> or his parents, otherwise, they, they both are very handsome men. Yeah, even their other brother is pretty mm-hmm. a very handsome guy. They good genetics there, apparently. Uh, directed by William Eubank. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I, I, don't I know looked either. I looked all this stuff up, but. Uh, I already forgot. Oh well. <laughs> Let's go into what looks like a good movie. I didn't know this was a Cohen film. Just one of them. Yeah, just one. Did Cohen. they break you up? You <laughs> the other one um, was sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> From what I hear, they like to nap a lot. So, no, this is apparently true. Like their their wives will come in. Like they're supposed to be like writing or something. They'll come in and they're just both in there napping. Uh, Francis That's... McDormand is married to one of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Which one? I I. I can't tell the Coens apart. 
So, um, like, if you show me a picture of one of the Coens, I won't be able to tell you which one it is. You just know so. it's a Cohen. It's a Cohen, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's not like a like a racial thing or something of like, oh, they all look alike. I just I get my sounds Coens uh, pretty anti-Semitic to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love the Cohen brothers, but they're they're always together. I've never had to learn which is which. One is Shannon. Well, anyways, Ethan. Uh, Ethan Cohen directed Drive Away Dolls. In search of a fresh start, two women embark on an impromptu road trip to Tallahassee, Florida. However, things go quickly go awry when they cross paths with a group of inept criminals along the way. It looked it looked good. Yeah, I yeah. I'm. This is the of everything on the list. This is the one I'm excited about. Then, uh, starring Margaret Qualley, who was in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, she was good, uh, and Geraldine Vis- Viswanathan. So, ah, they made that up. Viswanathan. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. But uh, that's a tough one. I don't know enough to... to uh, do, got, what, what happened to the old days when, like, performers would have agents that go, you're, like... You're Bob Hope now. <laughs> yeah, you, oh, okay. yeah, Viswanathan's you not going to work. We're, we're going to have to come up with something new, and then they would change their name. Whatever happened to that? Huh? Uh, I have no idea. I mean, it's like you know, R- Richie Valens. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I learned that in La Bamba. Yeah. His, uh Actually, one of the better musical biopics, in yeah. my opinion. Uh, she was in Blockers, if you remember right, with John oh, Cena. Yeah, she's John it's, Cena's daughter. Is, is it is the actual title just block? It's not cock blockers. It's just blockers. It's just blockers. They didn't okay. put cock blockers out in theater. <laughs> <laughs> well, they always show the picture. The, of the picture, they yeah, the, with the, the chicken. Yeah, yeah. So I honestly thought the movie was called Cock Blockers. Yeah. So if you're, you know, blockers organizing your movie. DVDs, it's on, you're it's gonna put it under B, not C. Uh, John Cena trying to find the guys on Grinder were pretty funny. <laughs> Grinder, what's that? Why <laughs> uh, you buy sausage? Oh god, John Cena. He's another one that's unfair. He's just such a good. He's a great comedy actor. <laughs> yeah, he plays the uh, the idiot pretty oh, pretty well. Does a great job. Yeah, him and Channing Tatum. Yeah, have to make a movie together. They could probably do. Dumb oh and my gosh, that would they have not? As far as I know, they haven't done a co-starring. I don't think so. Ooh. So, so would we, you think it would be like a dad son sort of thing? Like, would you? I, 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 no, they're I about they're, the same age. But I feel like Channing Tatum always looks, always, I don't know, it's just his persona. He's always so handsome. Young. He's just so, he's so good. <laughs> I mean, it's Magic Mike. It's, uh, but I, I think they're too close in age. I think they're probably be within brothers. like five, five, five. Like yeah, they could do brothers. They could make like a remake of twins, but now they'd actually be very similar to each other. Well, now you need Danny DeVito. <laughs> or or they could do a remake of Step Brothers. Yeah. I mean Which is still I think the most accurate pre- representation of sleepwalking I've ever seen in a movie. Is, is Step Brothers. <laughs> Don't wake them up. Don't wake them up. <laughs> check, check the oven. Check the That's oven. <laughs> yeah. They put pillows in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's a very accurate portrayal. <laughs> But driveway dolls. It, it looks good. It looks like a lot of the Ethan, the Cohen brothers, like uh, side actors, uh, all make an appearance at yeah. some point or another. And I mean, from what you can tell from a trailer, I mean, it it feels Cohen esque. Yeah, it, it's just is it going to be intolerable cruelty, or is it going to be raising Arizona? <laughs> okay, fair. That's a good question. Because it. Coen Bro- I like the Coen Brothers, but they they have made some awful movies. I mean, they can't all be hits. I yeah. mean, we we all have at least one ballad of uh, Buster, what's his name in us? Uh, who? 
uh what was that it was like a just for netflix coen brothers thing the ballad of oh buster, the ballad uh, ballad of buster scruggs or yeah. something like that that, that, that missed that one yeah, yeah that that wasn't terribly well received yeah i'd say intolerable cruelty is probably my least like it was bad okay yeah uh that's the george clooney and Catherine zeta jones romantic comedy Ooh. yeah that didn't work for yeah, me that was no. pretty bad that was pretty bad but uh, hopefully it's more like Hudsucker Proxy. Now that's a good movie. Yeah. It's round. All right. And then well, I'd bet my pullets are on it. <laughs> <laughs> Ordinary Angels. A struggling hairdresser finds a renewed sense of purpose when she meets a widowed father working hard to care for his two daughters. With his youngest critically ill and waiting for a liver transpa- transplant, the fierce woman single-handedly rallies an entire community to help. It's based this, on a, uh, supposedly based on a true story. Was that yeah, correct? Yeah, okay. that's a well, uh, starring uh, Alan Richson and Hilary Swank. I I was reading Alan Richson supposed to be like it sounds like a, actually like a very nice person. Is everybody seem seems yeah. really like him? Uh, Reacher is fantastic. Okay. It's, it's definitely the eighties action vibe that I really like. So how does uh, how, a, how does one help someone get a liver? I well, think the way I understood from the trailer is the live basically that she's on like on the lip she's on the waiting list for a transplant. Liver comes and usually have like twelve to twenty four hours to get there to get basically for the organ to be valid. Or, okay. And it's like some sort of horror horrific uh, winter storm comes up and she organizes the whole community to like plow the roads and get them to oh, uh, oh to get so the daughter right, to yeah. where the liver is. Okay, so yeah. it's a ticking clock race against mm-hmm. time thing. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, Alan Richardson has to beat the shit out of somebody on the way there because that guy's gigantic. Yeah, he's <laughs> just. So... I don't think if this movie is gonna gonna have that though. It's like, <laughs> boy, you got real pissed there. <laughs> have you watched the the Maybe Reacher he, show? I figured no. Is is it is it what is that? It's on Amazon Prime. Prime. Okay, I've seen the like it's showing his face looking very angry. Oh, on the thing for Reacher. I mean, you you read all the books, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you'd like it because. Guy at work uh, reads the books too, and he loves the show. And it's like, and yeah, and he just demolishes people. In that. <laughs> I enjoy watching that. Well, well, maybe Alan has to go collect the liver. You got to kill from, somebody and rip the gotta, liver yeah, out he, of them. He's going to rip the liver from their body with his bare hands. That's definitely possible. I'm pretty sure that he could do it. This would be like, did you see a Deadly Night, the David Harbor, where he plays? I haven't Santa seen Claus? it. Yet. Oh, that one's great. If you want to see somebody demolishing people, <laughs> Santa Claus murders fools. In that movie <laughs> is great. Uh, what was the one with uh, Mel Gibson as the the bad Santa Claus that killed? Like, it's kind of uh, it has a uh, God who it has Walton Goggins in it, and Walton Goggins uh, trying to kill Santa came out a few years ago. I miss that one. Yeah, I think okay. I missed that. It was. It wasn't. Uh, he wasn't playing Jesus Christ. No, no. Oh, he okay. was playing. He was playing Santa. I'd watch uh, Mel Gibson play Jesus Christ too. That would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> We're filming Apocalypto here. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to combine all Mel Gibson's movies <laughs> into <the> one. <laughs> Santa, Santa Apocalypto. Mad so Max. what's the one where he's the revolutionary war hero that kills people? Oh, with the, the Patriot. The Patriot. I want that mixed in too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hurling candy canes like yeah. tomahawks killing people. <laughs> Great. Oh, man. Spouting, <laughs> spouting Bible verses at me. <laughs> while, be Jim- <laughs> while yelling about uh, Jewish people. Yep. <laughs> while being chased by people from the Peruvian jungle. While being truly anti Semitic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. You don't believe in Santa? <laughs> Put the Christ back at Christmas. Put the Christ back in you. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, yeah, that's it for February. Those are the biggest releases. So very exciting. Um, so Terry driveway dolls, I'd say is what you're looking forward to yep, the most. That's, that's the highlight for me. Mine is Argyle. I love Matthew Vaughn. He makes great movies. Uh, uh I'd say Argyle as well. Yeah. So, on this one. but I did, uh, an early review, like a friend of a friend saw it and said it was the worst movie he'd ever seen. So I think he might be a little hyperbolic. I argued he hasn't seen all the movies I've seen. <laughs> Or that I made you guys see. Yeah, that's true. I, I beer for my horses is sort of the the measuring stick. <laughs> oh my god! This. So before we get into our retro review for tonight, um, I do have to say, Tom, like last night when I told Shannon, my wife, that um, I had to watch a movie for the podcast. Before she would watch it with me, she wanted to know who picked it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you just wait. Uh, I have a feeling if the answer had been Tom, she may have just gone to bed. <laughs> I think I think it was actually that Wilford Brimley one that that No, that killed, was my pick. That, oh, was that your pick? Oh, okay. I love Hard Target, like unabashedly. Hard Target's a pretty good movie. It's amazing. <laughs> but and, no, Shannon stuck it out with and uh watch Take Me Out Tonight. Take me, me out tonight. Is a movie about a recent MIT grad, Matt Franklin, should be well on his way to a successful career at a Fortune 500 company. Company, but instead he rebels against maturity by taking a job at Suncoast Video. Uh, uh, Sun, yeah, Suncoast yeah. Pictures, please. Suncoast, <laughs> yeah, which sad to have that. not just any old video store. Yeah, be Suncoast. The overpriced Suncoast Video. Uh, Matt rethinks his uh, position when he's is it unrequited? Unrequited. Uh, unrequited? Unrequited? Unrequited. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Yeah. I thought it was, that was unrequited. I think it's unrequited. Doesn't okay. sound like that when I say it. All right. <laughs> Meat drapes. Meat I mean, drapes. you could just spell it and people could figure it out. Uh, his high school crush, Tori, walks in and invites him to an end of the summer party. That she did, I mean, it was more of a stalker, like yeah, putting himself yeah, into... Yeah, he yeah. was weird. Yeah, well, he yeah. was weird in the whole damn movie. But. Yeah. Uh, with the help of his twin sister and his best friend, Matt hatches a plan to change the course of his life. Starring Topher Grace. I probably went a little, a little loud there. I was a little <laughs> excited. Uh, starring Topher Grace and Teresa Palmer as uh, Matt and Laura, Tori. Uh, then Anna Faris, uh, Dan Fogler, Chris Pratt, Michael Bean, and Michelle Trachenberg. Did you, did you, was you that told me this is where where Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt kind of met? Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is where they, where they met, and then they they fell in love. They did. I to- I they, totally forgot. Why they got married? Chris Pratt, and then this. they got divorced. I wonder <laughs> if they talk nostalgically about. Hey, remember how we met on that god awful fucking movie? They're not married anymore, so uh, I don't think they talk about. <laughs> okay, so maybe they blame the movie now. It's like you know, if thank it God for Dan, take me out tonight. Thank God for Dan Fogler. Otherwise, this movie would have been even rougher. Yeah, Chris Pratt actually wasn't very good in this. No, uh, no one was good in this. Yeah. It was kind of amazing. Like, like huh? Dan Fogler was pretty good. Like he was okay, doing, but starting all the cocaine was pretty amazing. He put it this way: he had the only. Funny moments in what was obviously supposed to be a funny movie, but just wasn't. Yeah, Tover Grace was tough to watch. In the yeah, film. yeah, you guys had the misfortune of like we had to come up with a movie, and this is what was on uh, on my Google home screen. <laughs> on, on two, I, I was wondering what your criteria was in picking this because not only had n- I never heard of the movie, like I watched the trailer and it's like no one saw this. This is no, I this couldn't be a thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, I did see, see the uh, the what it did in the box. Yeah, office. yeah. That so is sad. This is directed well, by Michael Douse. Has and, he directed anything since? Uh, I think that's yeah, an important yeah, question. No, he, Story he, by Topher Grace. He actually cool. directed a movie that I love, and that is Goon. Oh, oh, I, that's a great Goon movie. is a good movie. Yeah. yeah. It came out the same year as this. I, I think I know which movie he put his energy into. Yes. <laughs> All right. So there's that thing I'm working really hard on. And then there's Take Me <laughs> Out one? Tonight. Is it the one with the <laughs> hockey player? It's the one with the hockey player. Yes. Uh, yeah. So he, Stuber with, uh, what's his face? Uh, the wrestler. Um, uh, Dave Bautista that came out recently. Uh, did you see that? I thought you Which one? Stuber. I did not see Stuber. No. Uh, let's see that one. I have never seen huh? that poster. Okay. This was a movie in the theaters. Yeah. I uh, somehow missed this. 2019. Uh, well, no, we were all locked in houses then, weren't we? No, no that was, was 2024. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he directed Goon. So I will need to watch Super. I, Dave Bautista another one. I think he's a. Oh, he's awesome. Uh, yeah. Great yeah. actor. Uh, let's see. You what wouldn't else? think he'd be a great actor but man he just arguably he's the best one that's come out yeah he basically directed this and goon and then uh what if starring uh harry potter uh what's his name daniel Daniel radcliffe Radcliffe. yeah that wasn't great and then stuber and a couple others eight bit christmas just recently came out so sounds like a movie i probably would like you know never Uh, has neil patrick harris in it oh and and not very many and steve's on apparently just eight, eight, eight bits. What's eight, that? Eight bit Christmas. Neil Patrick Harris and Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn's in it. Yeah. So may, may when, when did that movie come out? Twenty twenty one. Yeah. All right. So I don't. Have you know what? But I Stuber I, and eight bit Christmas. I need. To I actually watched this. Oh, did you? I did. It's uh, they're all uh, trying to get a Nintendo. This is like an eighties movie. Yeah. Oh, let me. Oh, like the NES real, like launch. Yeah, in 1980s Chicago, there, are, a 10 year old oh. sets out on a quest to get the Christmas gift of his generation, the latest and greatest video game system. But it I, just for this, uh, the eight bit Christmas. Uh, there's a part where it where the kid, one kid, has the Nintendo, and everybody wants to go to his house to play. <laughs> that was a very very big thing in the 80s and 90s. So if your friend had like the a good game or. Well, I remember yeah. we would do sleepover parties where we would rent an NES for the yeah. night. Yeah, you could rent the system. Yeah, you'd rent the whole system and a yeah. game for yeah. video game, games. Yeah, And then, yeah, you'd get a bunch of friends together and you'd stay up until six in the morning. And by, by the morning, you'd have blisters on your thumbs because of the poorly designed square controllers. That they <laughs> it was had. not ergonomic. No, not at <laughs> all. You're, you got the track but you and didn't pad care. and you got, you're doing weird things on the ground <laughs> with a spoon. And yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I did see that movie. I, I think I watched I think it's a Netflix, like direct to Netflix movie. Okay. If okay. I remember. Well, and yet, and okay. all the things that we've mentioned were better than Take Me Out. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was one of those things I, where I watched it, it was fine, but yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Like, I, I mean, it, not, not even it? fine. It wasn't fine. I, I mean, I, I had a problem with it on a number of levels, not <laughs> the least of which was that the whole thing just fell flat. There was no chemistry for anybody. Every character felt totally inauthentic. And to top it all off, for a movie that kind of hung its hat on, oh, it's set in the 80s. There wasn't, it, I guess, really it, a lot it didn't, of it. Did nothing. Besides the cop, uh, his the, the cops being apparently corrupt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was interesting. They find his kid with a, like a whole... That little bag of cocaine turned into just an enormous bag of cocaine by the by the end of it because they he, snorted he, a bunch. He had, he had unlimited cocaine. Yeah, yeah. in that movie, <laughs> that was his superpower. Um, 
But yeah, actually, the corrupt cop was um, Reese from uh, Terminator. Yeah, Michael Bean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it it just seems so odd that they would go so far out of their way to like period this thing. Outside outside of Suncoast Pictures, that was about the only real 80s. And the things that they did reference, A, weren't relevant to the plot, and B, didn't necessarily even fit. It's like they, it's like they, it, it was almost like it was written by someone who heard of the 80s, but, but had didn't. never really to- seen it. The story is yeah. by Topher Grace. So, was he alive in the 80s? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Um, uh, like, like it was so inauthentic that it really upset Shannon. Like, there, she, and, she hated this way more than me. And the plot yeah. hole of the whole ball thing, where I feel like there's something that explained the, the story behind that that got cut. There must have been. There yeah, had to have been I, a backstory yeah. because no, like that wasn't a thing in the eighties. We yeah. weren't all climbing inside of big metal balls and rolling They're down like sheet metal welded together. Yeah. It was like actually kind of an impressive construction. It was. It was a neat thing. Yeah. Why it exists, anybody's guess. And they clearly, it had been around for a long time. It was like because it was like an ongoing. Yeah. Are you going to ride the ball? Yeah. And even though they did this every year, apparently they didn't know that you couldn't roll the ball down Sunset Boulevard. I feel like nobody ever actually awesome done the ball. drowned at the end. Oh, that's yeah. it. Oh, I found oh. his name tag. <laughs> that's the end of the movie. Topher Grace drowned. Bummer, dude. <laughs> but yeah, no chemistry anywhere. It was it was just amazing how flat uh-huh. it was. And then I I also love that you know the the whole like moral reveal of the thing was that you know she had gone to the party with him because she thought he was a rich banker but he had <laughs> lied about being a rich yeah. banker so she that so that meant that he was a bad guy but i'm like but doesn't the fact that you just went with him because you thought he was a rich ba- banker just make you a shallow bitch like he, I, I mean, they, it, what, what's more was morally, so flat that he literally said it, that in the movie like but i only said this so you would go with me and if and I didn't was say like, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. None of the characters seem to oh. have like a go back, lot of. Go back m- to Michael Ian Black. He seemed more interesting. <laughs> yeah, he should have been the movie. And yeah. how did how did they get Bob Odenkirk into this thing? Yeah, very very bit role in it. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't there. Like briefly. he popped up, and I'm like, oh, so clearly we're gonna come back to this car dealership thing eventually. No, they had nope. Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> no, though that no, was probably I mean, that was probably some of the more interesting parts. Actually, was the brief. In the beginning, <laughs> in the, I Bob mean, did, Kirk just did he, didn't finish the script. Like he just read, "Oh, I'll just I'll do this," and then he read the rest of the movie. Oh, I'm like, done, ah, done. No, okay, I'm not we, coming back. No, no, I, sorry, guys. I know, I know, I owed a favor, but this is asking too much. Was, but anyways, the budget of this movie was nineteen million dollars. So is that, is, so this was in because was it 2011 2011 i believe yeah because uh because the new godzilla movie had a budget of what 15 million <laughs> and is up for you know best visual yes yeah, yeah did you guys see that i have not yet oh, i, I have not, i watch it because everybody it, seems to it, it's really, really good it, it is quite good and uh, that was made for now i have not adjusted for inflation but it was made for less than this movie <laughs> just to point out uh but uh get that uh that button ready yeah, which uh, one was it? C, so it was C bu- right? Budget was yep. Uh, budget was nineteen million, and the total box office was seven point five five million. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, domestically it did six point nine million, and then internationally 
International said, six, International said, no, thank you. 622,000. So where does, <laughs> where does a movie have to open to only make 6.9 million? Did it just open in LA County and that's like as far this, as it went? This was a wide release because I did see it in the theater because it was back uh, when I would see like 100 movies a year. Okay. Win Song would have been yeah. like the main theater. Yeah. yeah. So I would go twice a week see movies so i saw every new release basically yeah, well you would have been that was impressive you were living here then yeah 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 so i think i might have saw this with you that's what i think yeah mm-hmm. uh but <laughs> so was this pre or post the launch of parks in iraq i'm just curious uh this is post so okay so pratt was like the right by then so he would have been it was no like one, basically right when parks and rec so he wasn't a regular uh, on the show yet? He just okay. played the boyfriend because he was only supposed to be in like two episodes of uh, yeah. Parks and Rec. But he was so great in that yeah. show that you know, yeah. But, I mean, that was really the role he was born to play. I mean, forget Guardians of the Galaxy and everything. His best role, the most Chris Pratt role ever created, was the one he played in Parks and Rec. And for me, number two would be the character he plays in the Lego Movie. I was like, <laughs> okay. was a good yeah, fit for, yeah. for like that personality. <laughs> I don't know, I. Uh, what, there's a show where he plays like special forces, like uh, kind of terminalist. It's on Amazon. <laughs> he kills everybody. <laughs> he was really good in that. Maybe it's just I, that's like my like my favorite genre is uh what I I guess is Chris not, Pratt killing people a genre? No, no, like a genre of show is called dad shows, where it's like guys just beat the shit out of people. <laughs> They're called dad shows. Like the there's like a new thing. It's called dad shows. It's like Reacher is a dad show. Terminalist is a dad show. Basically, guys over the over like 35 years old love these shows. Want to see like Rick uh, Yellowstone? Like you know, I want to see tough dudes beating up. Yeah, beating up people. 24 would have been definitely a dad show. Okay. Yeah, and it's right what up. What Family alley. Matters? Would that have been a huh? dad show? Definitely. Okay. How about Six Feet Under? Not a dad show. Okay, so I would not be in the dad show crowd. No. So, but I'm I watching. How about Mash? Matters. How about would Mash? Be? Uh, Mash would probably be a dad show. Okay, because yeah, I love Mash. Military, yeah. it's Vietnam. Yeah. Doesn't have to be like a serious was, action was movie. Mash, Vietnam, or Korea? Korea. That was the whole joke with Mash. It's just the Korea War was only a couple of years long, and the show was like eleven the, and twelve seasons. The big one. That's a good point. Korea. <laughs> about that. My dad. Dad loved Mash. I was like, Korea. Almost as good as the Equalizer. Was it a uh, Walter Matthau movie with Robin Williams? What, which uh, Survivor? Survivors. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, was, that's a good movie. I was in the war. Which one? The big one. Korea. It was big to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, true. That is a good movie. If if, it, if anyone out there has not seen that, go watch the Survivors. That's a good. Yeah, movie. it's a great movie. <laughs> Early Robin Williams at his so, best. So what would we rate uh, Take Me Out Tonight? What's out, out of five. Out of what's our out of scale? Five. We're out of five stars. Out of five stars? Okay, I'll give Can it there a... be a zero? St- I'm just, I'm yeah, not giving yeah, zero, you... but can there, there could be a zero. Yeah, could be yeah you, okay. can, you can, no stars. It's fine. Uh, I'm going to do, because it, it, it was a functional movie. It started, it finished. I did laugh at a few parts. Mm-hmm. From I'm going to give it a two. I would agree. Two two stars. Okay. Um, I have very similar criteria to Tom. Like, it, it's hard to make a movie. Like, it's hard to get a movie made. It, you know. So, and they did that. Like, someone thought of this. Topher they, Grace. Topher, Topher Grace, Grace thought, thought, of thought of this. Wrote it down. 
No, he, then, he had other people. Read oh, okay. <laughs> Someone wrote it down, and then they all got together for probably a period of weeks, and it was edited and into shot a, this yeah. and made a movie. So I have to give him credit for all of that, but that's really all they accomplished here. <laughs> And so for that, I'm giving them one star. One star. All right. Speaking of uh, like finishing a movie, my favorite story of all time is uh, what's the hack that you want me to hack the planet? Oh, uh, that's the core. the core. The core that is a phenomenal movie. It's famously they their budget ran out, <laughs> which happened, and, no, and nobody would pay for anything. So the end of the movie is like some of the special effects in it. Still hold up. I watched, but then at the end when they get to the middle of the core, it's just like a red. It's background. just like an orange screen. Yeah, <laughs> it's just thing floating <laughs> in an orange screen. Okay, like, it was like five dollars. <laughs> okay. I, I have actually not seen that movie, so I might have to oh, see it just to see. For, well, how I they mean, wrap we got a look. Hillary Swank. Yeah, Hillary Swank is in it. Uh, okay. Aaron Eckhart. Uh, actually, I mean, had a fairly remember- big cast. It's old enough that like I, a billion dollars. It, it's old enough that I remember seeing the Blu-ray case yeah, or the uh, DVD case. Delroy Lindo is in it, if I remember right. Uh, yeah, no, it was uh, honestly like so dumb, but day after tomorrow type, like just it is an apocalypse. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I enjoyed and that, watching, this. and that was that era. Like every that movie era is back still going. Then, I've was, probably seen the core at yeah. least ten times. <laughs> Have you seen Moonfall? No, I oh was my god, to not watch that one. Oh no, it's so good. <laughs> that one's on Netflix. What, what, uh, it might, it, it's on my uh, Voodoo because I own this movie. <laughs> no Moonfall. Okay. Uh yeah, it's the is sign. Moonfall, the one that's like it was based off. Of, is it a Chinese film? No, no. Uh hopefully nobody. Uh, Moonfall is uh the moon is actually a spaceship, and. Like okay. aliens are coming, and then the moon starts to move closer to the Earth, and that would starts, be problematic. And uh, like it's causing, you know, tidal waves and all natural the, disasters uh, yeah. of many yeah. sorts. Okay. And it's just so, so dumb. But moon it's ball. so okay. so basically, so someone saw that scene in Bruce Almighty where he pulls the moon a yeah. little closer and went, "There's a fucking movie there because yeah. that <laughs> shit would be going down <laughs> if he did that." <laughs> Uh, I will not say it's a good movie, but it is directed by the guy that did. Who are you Ro- talking to? Is, is, is that my barometer for I'm going to see that movie or uh, not? Roland Emmerich, uh, Day After Tomorrow. I saw that. I saw the, uh, the Patriot, since we were talking about that earlier. <laughs> Throw a tomahawk at the uh, Independence Day, <laughs> um, Universal Soldier. <laughs> oh, uh, these are all good movies. Yeah. Roland Emmerich is uh, really uh, underappreciated. And White House Down. Sorry, Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx. Uh, probably has made some of the worst movies of all time. But right, I, so which I kitty is this, Tom? Sorry, we're, we're being this visited is, by is, a this kitty. Is Nymphadora. What, what's her name? Uh, Nymphadora. Nymphadora. <laughs> do you, have you have you read Harry Potter? Harry Potter. No. Yeah. Yeah. There's a character named Nymphadora, last name Tonks. No, that's her nickname. I thought. No, Nymphadora's her actual first name. Oh, uh, Tonks. Well, I mean, it's just her last name. I saw the movies. What character? What character is she in the movies? She is uh, a polymorph magus. She, uh, she, she was basically a couple with Professor Lupin. Okay, I don't remember who what actress played her though. Uh, it's uh, she was in uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, just bringing up. Done it over there. She, she's friendly. Uh, oh, she's very friendly. Although, if I pet her enough, okay, she starts you're right. To bite her me. last name is Tom. Like last name Tox. It's been a while since. Uh, oh dear. Oh dear. She's from the Black family lineage, though. Okay. She was. She was the one along with uh, Sirius that were like scratched off because they <laughs> did not follow the dark path. 
Got it. Well, speaking of gossy stuff, um, it was nice to that, see Natalia Michelle Tina. Trachtenberg. Yeah, um, as yeah, the she was, she in was the fully goth. Goth, though, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Come over here. Uh, yeah, uh, and I mean, they did nothing with that, mm-hmm. but um, but she was there and cute and gothy. Yeah. Oh, so, hey, there you go. That's so, my, uh, that's my microphone, Kitty. Natalia Tina is the person that played uh. Nymphadora Tonks and Osha in uh, Game of Thrones. Is is it bad that I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones? I don't think you'd like it. Okay. It's definitely not your your type. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a good show. Um, <laughs> up until uh, season yeah, six. <laughs> he, there, there's mixed feelings about the last season, but... Uh, I'd say the last two seasons. Yeah. All right, so if you're going to have like the biggest battle of the entire show... And you have catapults. Do you put those catapults inside the city and throw stuff out from behind the walls? Or do you set it right out in front? <laughs> hmm. Front is closer. Assuming to what you're shooting. Yeah. But yeah. then also no. exposed. Yeah. Yeah. Very exposed. I the the like the big last battle uh just pissed me off so much while I was watching it that I basically I, I finished the show, but I, <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> I did not like it. Sit, sit, Trump. So, yeah, I, it is. <laughs> and then I didn't mind like uh, Daenerys like turning evil and stuff, but well, they had to go like, one way or the other with that. Um, it so, seemed abrupt, but beyond that, I yeah. had no problem with it. Yeah, I was finding you know Revenge of the Sith with uh, Anakin turning evil too, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's gonna murder a bunch of kids at some point. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. gotta turn evil. Yeah. Otherwise, all it's right. We only weirder. got we only got like a half hour left. Uh, so yeah, you're gonna have to just turn evil and kill these kids. <laughs> he's got eyes red. Okay, <laughs> yep. Just cut them down. Take them down. All right. So that, that was... won't kill Jar Jar Binks, though he deserves it. <laughs> Did you ever see the uh, the theory of that he's, uh, that he's a Sith dark lord? lord. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's the actual Sith Lord that's behind everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, reading through it, obviously the chairman was like, I believe it. <laughs> you have constructed your argument to the point where I'm like, that is plausible. <laughs> All right. So uh, since we did Take Me Home Tonight, it's a nostalgia 80s movie. But be, we got to be more specific. Yeah. We discuss what, because I misunderstood this. Episode. Okay. So this is top, we're doing top 10. Top 10 80s movies. Not made in the eighties, so it had to oh, be. Oh, wait, really? Yes. Do you not see this text message? Because um, because I, mean, I, I was at I was at Pizza Tees. We were talking this, and I'm like, because I was like, I may have a hard time researching this. Wait, I mean, I I think I did my homework. All right, okay. So do the top five. It's uh, the top five. 80s movies are top five movies set in the 80s, but not made in the 80s. Okay, I missed the not made in the 80s part. <laughs> that's so. why. That's where this became hard. Somewhat more, or much more hard. All right. Okay. So, so hold you, on. Let me. How many times can I say hard? <laughs> talks amongst yourselves while I figure out whether or not I have enough movies. Because see, here's the thing. When I could, when I could include movies made in the 80s. Oh, it's a huge list. But that, yeah, I, I ended up with basically all of IMDb on my yeah, list. Yeah, but then you can't. But, um, but then you have to cut off Ghostbusters, all the yeah. things you would think of. And okay, so shit. Um, all right. Yeah. Yeah. How about top five movies set in the eighties? Was like uh, the first, but and, and I, 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 I kind of asked him like, "Is that 
because I interpreted being the you know thematically in the movie in the eighties, but so I was trying to find movies set in the eighties, but I didn't know it had to be not filmed in the eighties because those sometimes they don't specify. And yeah, if I'm filmed in the eighties, probably otherwise would be set at the current time. Okay, well, our only course of action here is I'm going to have to sit out the list because I don't have that many movies on my list that weren't actually made in the 80s. So we're doing top five. Top five. <laughs> I mean, well, I'll, I'll throw in my runners up because one of them is problem. <laughs> yeah, you can go ahead and start. start okay, up, so. so number five, it might be in Chad's list possibly, and that's Cocaine Bear. I have not seen it yet. It was not bad. I don't know that you know it would <laughs> I make love the any list. I would make it's a, um it, it it had trouble keeping the momentum. Like you know, I know the, that bear had lots of momentum when it's chasing the ambulance. That yeah, things hauling ass. <laughs> but I mean, it was it was funny and entertaining for a while. But it just it, it had trouble keeping itself going. Kind of like a uh, snakes on the plane type of. Yeah, this sure. was hard because this bear was like on a killing street for multiple days. It's like, where's it getting? It's like <laughs> repeated cocaine infusions. and Well, and they kind of cover that. They yeah. show a lot of cocaine consumption. They do. And then the kid, there's kids talking really oddly, very blase about using cocaine. It's an odd movie, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. All right. Uh, number four? Number four for me is The Hunt for Red October. Yeah. It's uh, Alec Baldwin as a, what is the character's name? Um, Jack... No, I just, Jack Ryan. Yeah, that's him. For me, yeah. it just it, it was the embodiment of the Cold War. It was yeah. the hunt, the movie of the hunt and, for Red October. And, and uh Scottish Russian submarine yeah. captains. <laughs> don't even th- don't think too far. Sean Connery. It's like <laughs> we need a Russian uh submarine captain. Who are we gonna cast? <laughs> Sean Connery. I'll take the rapist for two hundred. <laughs> Your mom, Trebek. My mom is in a nursing home in Toronto. <laughs> Uh, number three is Hot Tub Time Machine. Excellent, excellent movie. A, a worthy inclusion. Mm-hmm. And then, as I said, I had never seen this movie, so I watched it to see make the list. Wet Hot American Summer was a great yeah. That, that was all over like uh, researching this list. Yeah, that, all over it. That would, if I had a list, uh, that would be on mine. That's a classic '80s throwback, and that it has spawned at least two series on Netflix. <laughs> Just can never catch on. Yeah. <laughs> We there are some odd scenes. I don't know. There's who's your favorite character? I have not seen it. So, oh man. The, so it's the, not on my list. The physics, the astrophysics professor <laughs> is. I, I in my mind, I think he steals. I, my favorite sequence of the movie is definitely going to town. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's great to get out of town for a couple hours. But, <laughs> but they go through this like whole montage, of, like in a crack house or. Yeah, they all become drug addicts, like they've been living on the streets for months, and then they come back to the camp. Yeah, it's good to get out of camp for a couple hours. hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's been on my to-do list for quite some time. It's just like there's a lot of interesting tidbits about when they're filming that too, where apparently like it wouldn't stop raining, and it's like so they had to like constantly adjust how they were shooting things and oh right yeah because they, they had a really abbreviated shooting schedule because it was not a big budget movie by any stretch so and it was but again you know not made in the 80s but look at the 80s so it was, it was interesting to have them take a more modern view on like homosexuality because again an 80s <laughs> movie would have been portrayed very differently oh, yeah yeah no i mean homosexuality like, uh, in Michael the J. 80s and uh in uh teen wolf yeah, yeah. <laughs> any, they, no. any no. word though but you can tell but i think done in 
then they evolve it to <laughs> right. Later. Yeah. Anytime homosexuality was mentioned in the eighties, it was as a joke, basically. Like that was the worst thing someone could be was gay. Yeah. Uh, Styles uh, did yep. not. You, he could, did not he, age well. He could not handle it. If you tell me you're. <laughs> yeah. They use the word, but in what what. <laughs> Wet hot American summer. They use the word faggot, but then they evolve it to they have they get the, the couple basically has like a civil ceremony in the lake, and then the the two friends that called him the slur <laughs> bust into the the mess hall. Like, there you two are. We've got something for you. And they're like, we got you a wedding gift. <laughs> 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 it was pretty good. It was. All right. Oh, it's the go. I don't know. This is a good. It was a good movie. Okay. I, I will watch it, hopefully, before the next I, podcast. I'll give you my review. Uh, that was my number yeah. two. That was a deuce. All right. Um, so number five for me was The Watchmen the, with oh, Rorschach. Sure. Yeah. It's not set in an alternate reality 80s, but it was definitely yeah, it's the not, 80s. I mean, it's an 80s. <laughs> yeah. Very valid choice. Yeah. Uh, number four, then I have Perks of Being a Wallflower. It's a teen dramedy. Uh, I had came, never seen this one. Huh? Emma Watson is uh, one of her first roles after uh, Hermione. Okay. So uh, definitely kind of a melodramatic uh, John Hughes type of, type of movie. Uh, then number three. I have uh, American Psycho. Now, this probably would have topped my list. Okay. Uh, like, I have to return some videos. Yeah. The, <laughs> of of all the movies that, like, set in the <laughs> 80s but not made in the 80s that really managed to both parody and in, and embody some aspect of the 80s, American Psycho really kind of nailed it. <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. It's a, but uh, number two, then, I have Fargo. It's set in the eighties. Oh runners gosh, now on my runners yeah. up list. Yeah, it's a uh, it's quality Coen Brothers right yeah. there. I mean that that would have been. I don't know where on my top five, but it would have been on there. Okay, you're forgiven. I no next month I will read the directions more carefully. But I, I will say number one is uh you know I think is probably the quintessential set in the eighties. And it, I, is, it, is it heavily themed on music? It, it could be. This might be my Star, number one Starring as well. Adam Sandler. My number one also is... The Wedding Singer. It is. Yes. Yeah. It is a fantastic movie. Still holds up. I watched it recently. John Lovitz. A yeah. Great cameo in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it was just a really good movie. And it was kind of the first of the 80s throwback movies. Like, a little they, bit. They did yeah. it earlier than most. Where they kind of realize, hey, the 80s were funny. CDs. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> I, got and I mean, this. the 80s, having lived through them, they really were. It, it was an odd decade. <laughs> it was. So many good things happened, though. Yeah. Well, like, twins won the World Series. Yeah. 1987. It's a ma- ma- magical year. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it kind of felt like the decade really was trying to like apologize for the 70s. And then it just over apologized for the seventies, and then in retrospect figured out that the seventies was actually cooler than the eighties. So I don't know. Sorry for I I I was yeah I was technically born in the seventies, but not to really understand or experience. Yeah, no, I mean I 
Yeah, so, I was born in 83. So I'm a child of the 80s. Yeah. Most, most, uh, I, I was so. born in 75. So I'm sure a couple of my memories are technically set in the 70s. But yeah. so I think you guys are both Gen X, right? So I'm Gen X. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's the upper cut? I, I feel like I never know. I, I'm a millennial. Unfortunately, isn't the cutoff 80 for for Gen X? I think it was 80. Okay, then I would be a Gen. If it's below 80 is a Gen X, I'm Gen X. Okay. But barely. You're like. I'm 79, yeah. You're 79? God, you don't look it. I'm born in 1979. Oh. You're so handsome. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Rob Lowe on the floor. It's like, I know he's drinking the blood of children or somebody (laughs) to say that good looking because I'm like, that's not fair. Well, Rob Lowe, isn't he like that? Isn't he selling shakes on TV most of the time? Oh, uh, he's he's the host of the floor, which is our yeah. current uh, so, favorite. <laughs> I'm just well, saying. I, I saw floor, a little yeah. of it, yeah. Um, but maybe it's those shakes he's selling on TV. That, uh, I haven't Bad, tried Bad, those Badger milk, yeah. <laughs> but Rob Lowe, uh, he went to the Super Bowl and he didn't wear a team's hat. He wore a hat that just said NFL. <laughs> That is diplomacy right there. Make him president. Nobody, right there, he's the president now. Nobody has a hat that says NFL. Like, yeah, did he have a custom made? Like, a, uh, I'm sure it was just given to him. It was like, here. I've never watched a football game in my life. Let me put this hat on. <laughs> what do you like? I like football. Which team? Football. <laughs> I like the football team. Um, the Washington. No, honestly, honestly, that would be the only hat I could wear, too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know any. I can't name more than a dozen football teams you know the minnesota vikings i know the vikings because i live in minnesota but but what's the what's washington oh and i know the packers because Uh, everyone they're commanders now commanders yeah okay i I did like the year that they were just the washington football team yeah i like all the old announcers they all slip and it's like the redskins (laughs) (laughs) shit we can't have the team name be that Now that I'm saying it, it is terrible (laughs) that we said that for years. Yeah, and we didn't think anything of it. We just did it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do some runners up. Uh, In uh, kind of the Watchmen, uh, I have Joker with... uh, with uh Over, Joaquin Phoenix. I did say that's one I didn't actually see. It was it's, quite good. It's good. It's it, it got a little overhyped, I think, but it's good. It's it, good. Yeah. Do do any of yours have Jennifer Garner in them? Huh? Jennifer Garner? Um I do you have thirteen going on thirty? I do not. Oh, it's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my list. Who's uh who's the male leading that? Is it Mark the Ruffalo Buffalo? I think it's the Ruffalo Buffalo. Oh, yeah. this is interesting. You're second to the last runners up. I have questions on. Uh, then I have Atomic Blonde starring uh, Charlie's Theron in uh, 1989 uh, uh, Germany. Uh, I also have to- Hot Tub Time Machine. It's quite good. Uh, Everybody wants some. It's uh, Richard Richard uh, Linklater. Uh, kind of a kind of throwback to. Uh, What's the uh, Days and Confused? Oh, okay. So, uh, then I have uh, the one that Terry's asking about, Last Days of Disco. Now, I thought that was set in the late 70s. Nope, it's set in 1981. I really? Okay. Yeah. I, so, I, I, just because the list I looked at, I, these that does seem to be correct. Yeah. That was set in yeah. the 80s. Because I, w- uh, I would have swore 70s. But. Yeah, but uh, had uh, it's one of uh, Kate Beckinsale's first roles. Yeah, and so. I mean, I, I love that movie, and I love that director. Although... For my money, um, uh, one of his previous films was it Metropolitan? I don't know. Uh, that, that uh, like Barcelona, I thought. Oh, Barcelona! Yeah, so, yeah, I think that's that would be my favorite from him. But yeah, because 
I had to suffer through that one a couple of times. <laughs> oh, come on. It was a good movie. Uh, it's, it's all right. Uh, Last Days of Disco, though, I like quite a bit, but mostly because uh, Kate Beckinsale is pretty good in it. She looks good. Yeah. <laughs> I think she should be a werewolf in tight pants. Yeah. Do it. Uh, what was it? Total Recall, the remake Total Recall. She plays like... Uh, She's the wife, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She plays the Sharon Stone, and she's actually really good in that one. It's like, it's not a good movie, but she plays like the, like, over, like, kind of over enthusiastic uh, villain pretty, pretty well. well. Okay. Yeah, I, like, I, 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 I have it's not, not seen it. That might actually make me do it. Yeah. See that. Yeah. It's uh, not a gr- good movie. Brian Cranston is uh, not very good in it, although I really like Brian Cranston, but. Oh, Does he play Boddicker? Or, uh, or no, not Boddicker. That's the wrong movie. Yeah, the, the Clarence Boddicker is RoboCop. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was still thinking RoboCop. From uh, God, I can't remember the... the ah, it doesn't matter. It's, a, it's all Paul Verhoeven. It's yeah. all good. Uh, and then Full Monty was uh, also... Excellent film. Yeah, that was a good one. Kind of forgotten these days, isn't it? A little like, bit. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's sort of fallen out of memory. Yeah. Still, still, good. still, still good. I mean, you go back and be like a hidden gem, a hidden. Yeah, gem. it would be a hidden gem movie now. Yeah, from the nineties, whereas it was a big indie hit back in the day. Yeah, it, it got nominated for best picture. I think did it. I, I think so. Okay, I'm gonna look I that kinda, up. I, while, uh, Tom, uh, I kind of yeah, put I, that one in the same era and category as like Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, like the foreign indie thing in the nineties. I watched that a number of times as a child. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yeah, that's an excellent movie. Tar, that was great. So she would get it from the video update, and I still I don't remember much about it because I was I was probably seven or eight. But it was like <laughs> the big long flowing yep. scarves out of the bus, <laughs> and uh, the guy from the Matrix playing a drag queen is fantastic. Uh, Hugo Weaving, that's his name. Uh, oh, it is Hugo, isn't it? Yeah, the Full Monty nominated for Best Picture. Okay, so one Best Original Musical or Comedy Score. So. And that came out before Train Spotting, right? Or was that after, after Train Spotting? Yeah. Okay. So it was be it was after Begbie. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was gonna say we we got what's his name from one of those two movies, uh, Robert Carlyle. Robert Carlyle. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I was gonna say one of those two movies launched him, and I couldn't Train remember. Spotting. Yeah. yeah. Was I think Train Spotting was set in the eighties, wasn't it? I guess it would be, yeah. Yeah, that, so that, that, would, that, that would be, be a miss. Then. Yeah, that yeah. would be a miss for me. Train Spine is fantastic. Yeah, it's that. I mean, that <laughs> I would have that definitely over Full Monty. I'd probably put that over. Uh, it'd probably slide in at number three or four. Yeah, just nobody see the sequel. Then <laughs> yeah, it was not good. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> was it was it really called just Train Spotting Two? Yeah, Train Spotting Two, and it, and it, and it felt about that original. Okay, yeah, as a. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just not. I've never been able to put my finger on what he was going for because I like him as a director. Uh, what's Danny Boyle. Name? Danny Boyle. Yeah. Um. I like him as a director, but I he's going for that bag of cash. That <laughs> I kind of worry that that might be it because it didn't feel like it had anything to offer. Was it based on a book? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. There was a sequel to the book. And, oh. Okay. Yeah. And was the book bad? I didn't read either book. Okay. So, but. uh Danny Boyle though, is usually very good. Yeah, like, no, he's a fantastic director. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, Sunshine is a underrated Danny Boyle movie. Has Killian Murphy in it. They had to go shoot a nuke into the sun. Wouldn't to, that? Wouldn't that be like kind of like shooting a mosquito at a tank? Like what, what the hell? Nothing. Yeah, this is you know set in the future, so maybe they have better nukes. Okay, okay, because yeah, it would be basically just like 
Yeah, the, the sun don't care. Mosquito <laughs> against the Metrodome. Right <laughs> what happened? Nothing. I don't Absolutely know. nothing. Maybe a mosquito landed on the roof of the Metrodome, and that's what caused the <laughs> caused it to deflate. <laughs> oh, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, the Metrodome used to be our our blow up baseball stadium, but, <laughs> but now Which we they should have used revolving doors. Uh, it would have prevented me losing my hat every time I left. <laughs> the the Metrodome, though, the video of the. Uh, the snow coming through the like, yeah, that was a good video. Yeah, yeah they're lucky nobody was in there. It was terrifying. <laughs> it's like oh, they would be they would be dead. Because <laughs> I mean that totally could have happened during a football game. Yeah, that would have been yeah. fatal. That, yeah, that would have killed thousands and thousands of people <laughs> in a really embarrassing way. That yeah. that's the untalked about part. It's like not only would you die. But it would be a sucky death. Uh, yeah, like, I it, died sitting in a chair and snow fell. On. Yeah, it would be kind of Dark Knight, uh, Dark Dark Knight Rises, where the football, like everybody dies at the football, but in Minneapolis with snow. <laughs> I thought you were going with um, <laughs> not Last Action Hero, but Last Cowboy, Last Boy Scout. I'm the Last to, Boy Scout. That last oh, Boy Scout. Thank that, you. That is Some a people could die at a football game there too. Yeah. They kill a lot of people at a football mm-hmm. game. Guy gets like chopped up by a helicopter. Yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> then what, a, wait, a what? different football game. The guy gets shot in the head. But then none of them topped. Oh, the Clear and Present Danger or whatever. Where they? What? Which, which Clancy movie do they blow up? Uh, do they set off a nuke at a football game or something? Uh, was that the Ben Affleck? Some of all yeah, fears. It was, yeah, it was the Ben Affleck one. Yeah, some of all fears. So like they they get the win yeah. for like most yeah. killed at a football game and they set off a nuke yeah how they so, fit a nuke inside of but that'd be more a nuke inside of a soda machine i don't know it's yeah. a whole what? large of one i yeah. guess mm-hmm. okay seems, i don't know how plausible. big they are like the one in oppenheimer looked pretty big yeah that was in the 1940s this is supposed to be set in like 2000 oh did it get smaller like stereos like mm-hmm. they just yeah they just get better <laughs> suitcase bomb oh okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about nukes. Like every nuke I see is the great big missile in a silo. But actually, it occurs to me now that I say that that most of that is missile. Only a little bit at the top is nuke. And most of it is just getting to nuke where you want. Yeah. Okay. Like onto an asteroid. Hopefully, <laughs> break it in half. I love you. What if the nuclear bomb exploded that way instead? Of this. <laughs> which, which way? Do you mean this? <laughs> You know, I recently rewatched that movie, <laughs> and that holds up as one of the better parody movies. Yeah, right? Scary Movie course, Three. Scary Movie Three. Um, yeah, and and really, it owes everything to the movie Signs. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. That I still I get. Well, the dogs acting strange was great, and then the aliens <laughs> putting the knife under to it. Them playing with themselves. Is, yeah, the, uh, the dogs acting strangely <laughs> kills them every time. The riding like a centurion, by like a dog. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's like, like what a chariot. Or something. He's being pulled on chariot. <laughs> dogs are acting strangely. <laughs> Holy shit! That is one of the best line, best like <laughs> one line moments from a movie. Uh, the Yahtzee part is uh, yeah, pretty good. Yahtzee. So we we're playing this really fun game, and then I just blacked out. Huh, Yahtzee. <laughs> The peeing yeah. out their fingers is also really <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, it is by far the best scary movie. The Much better than really five. Good, five, was the, five was the one that I found quite hilarious. Chad did not. <laughs> you got to watch this, Chad. It's so funny. 
Chad did not agree. Well, was <laughs> that this, would be it, another retro one. To <laughs> it was the one. second one that everyone hated at the time. Yeah. But now that one's grown, gotten kind of a cult status. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. It has uh, Chris Elliott in it. Yeah. It's like, that's kind of every Chris Elliott movie. It's like, you know, we hated it then, but uh, you know, it's actually it's a lot of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Playing your press. Although I did love Cabin Boy when that came out. Like, it's so good. Well, no, Cabin Boy was awesome then. It's awesome now. I don't <laughs> care what anyone says. Like, it bothers me that I hear them, like, apologizing for Cabin Boy after all these years. Like, yeah, you know, it just didn't work. I'm like, shut up, guys. This was your, this was your fucking Michelangelo. This was a, this was a perfect movie. Cabin Boy is fantastic. <laughs> Apologize for Captain Ron. There okay, you what? go. Captain Ron? Yes. Uh, no apologies. <laughs> Chances no needed. Martin Martin Short, Kurt Russell. Uh, <laughs> oh man! Oh boy! Honestly, I you want a beer? Get your own beer. <laughs> honestly, I think I could use Cabin Boy as a litmus test for like whether or not I'm going to be suit like someone would be like suitable to like hang out with me for a long period of time. If they dig Cabin Boy, we're probably going to get along. <laughs> uh, These pipes, <laughs> these pipes are clean. It's a pretty color, but it don't taste pretty. <laughs> hey, you might say hey, came out of my mom wearing uh holding a fishing pole and wearing a pair of galoshes. That, Ooh, that poor, poor woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> Chris I, I, will, I will say I quote Cabin Boy probably at least two or three times a week at yeah, work. To yeah. this day. Yeah. To this day. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. an incredibly mm-hmm. quotable movie. Which is extra fun because no one knows yeah, what the fuck you're I'm doing talking plumbing about. work and I yelled these pipes are clean and nobody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, whenever I finish something, ah, well, we're going to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an actual retro movie we would all enjoy to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if we could do this next next episode if you want. Cabin Boy. The Cabin thing Boy. is, if we did Cabin Boy as a review, all it would end up being is was the us three doing this us, part. Yeah, the yeah, three of us quoting way. Cabin Boy at each other and giggling. That would be the whole podcast. Yeah, I bet for Scary Movie three or a, a, any of them, honestly. But I won't make yeah, you do five because I, mean, I don't. Well, yeah. well I mean, five was heavily influenced by Paranormal and stuff, so I, it's a little. Different. Why don't we do a uh, Scary Movie three and then we can do top top five parodies? All right. Yeah, I'm yeah. good with that. Yeah. This, uh, we I put a lot of effort into, you know. I will happily rewatch Scary Movie <laughs> Three. Uh, yeah, we put a lot of effort into this show. Yeah, but, <laughs> well, see, we don't believe in keeping it behind the curtain, behind the scenes. We do it all right up front here with you. You hear us make the tough decisions, like, yeah, what do we want to do next time? There's no mystery. Yeah. So parody. So that. Not parodies set in the eighties or parody. just oh, sort of parody. Are we are we inviting people to send in lists? Well, but yeah, yeah. Like, if you want to send in a list, go for it. Yeah, we okay. might mock you, mock your list though, because probably I'm... not as much as we used to. Like, because Jerry drove a lot of the mocking. Like, I don't know. Jerry was a big mock. I remember uh, the very very early days of the show. We had it on uh, iTunes, mm-hmm. right? And somebody wrote a review. <laughs> For our show, it gave us three stars. I yeah, think. It, yeah, I feel it was an honest. It was yeah, an honest yeah, movie. it was probably a very. It was. You, yeah, it was like Jersey something. Yeah, guy from Jersey. Guy from Jersey. Yeah, yeah. And, oh man. Yeah, he, he he wrote a very honest like, review that, in retrospect, yeah. was probably pretty accurate. Yeah, it was. You know, not in retrospect, it was probably very accurate. <laughs> yeah. Um. But you guys gave him shit for a long time. Yeah. Like for ep- I mean, for episodes for months and months and months after yeah, that. I mean, we. 
We still remember his name. Yeah. <laughs> now, but we I like wasn't, I wasn't on the show back then, but I listened every yeah. month, and so I yeah. know he who made it fun was. of us because we'd always look up like who directed what, and yeah. it's like Which he, it, it will always happen. Yeah. And as I get older, it will happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no, I'm not. My memory is not going to get yeah. better, guys. No. It's going to get worse. But I we went and looked up like all of his reviews for other <laughs> things. <laughs> We're going deep, guys. And yeah, I, yeah. We're going dark web. Review our show, and we will stalk your ass. <laughs> so I'm not sure if you want to send in. <laughs> so send on in. No, I mean anyone yeah, no, who anyone no, who would no. send us their top ten list or their retro review of Scary Movie Three would be someone we know. Yeah, more I likely, mean, yes. Because no one else. We've covered this. Yeah. No one else is going to listen yeah. to this. I mean, but, we're 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 relaunching a podcast that wasn't successful in the first place. Yeah. yeah. So. It's great, great, great show. But like uh, the XFL, we're gonna yeah, guy, like, yeah, guy from Jersey gave five stars to an Andrew Dice Clay stand up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chink in the armor there. <laughs> Could, we need to find Guy from Jersey and bring him on the show. Yeah, he probably hates us. He probably listened to the next episode. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he did. If you write into a show, you know you're listening to the next episode. <laughs> I, and, I was trying to convince it was it was Catholic school week this past week at and one of the days was Jersey Day. I was trying to convince the girls to dress up like somebody from Jersey Shore. <laughs> they wouldn't do it. No. I thought that'd be hilarious. Yeah. God, Jersey Shore. Who what was the guy's name in it? Um uh, everybody I was with the situation. I remember the situation. The, yeah, that was it. I don't know if there's other ones. I just remember yeah. the situation. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh yeah, is there anything uh we can probably wrap this up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. We're about an hour and a half. Are we doing Perfect. top five or top ten? We'll do top five. Okay. Uh, top five parody. Yeah. We. I mean, we'll, we'll have more runners up. up so yeah. But there's uh, really no cap. And uh, next week uh, or next month, it'll be March. March uh, movie March releases. Movies. Mm-hmm. Do we know of anything specifically that? Yeah, I think in March? Dune Part Two is coming out in March. Oh shit! Does that mean I have to watch Dune Part One? Uh, you should. It's good. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. As okay. Timothy oh, wait, Chalamet. I, 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 yeah, but I thought, well, didn't I say that it was magazine because you don't see the worm until the end? Uh, no, the worm shows up like towards the beginning. Oh, but okay. I mean, it's the first half of the movie, uh, first half of Which the book. Is, it, might, it might seem weird, spiced out, people floating around, like the weird pilots from the original. Uh, they're like all obese, like, and they're like weird little floating discs. They're, the one guy is like uh, obese and like is floating. Okay. Yeah. It, it's, that is Dune to me. Yeah. See, so. I saw Dune in the 80s and I didn't understand it. And so I it, have no idea. It's not a very good movie. And so it didn't really stick with me. And so when the remake got done, I was like, A, I didn't care. And B, I didn't really have any particular drive to see it. So the book is really good. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's a, the original was a Lynch movie, which. You know, normally David Lynch would be right up my alley, but um, that one just it's got yeah. sting in it, not stung, not sting. stinging, sting. It's a burb. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Dune Part Two is coming out, right. and then uh, we're doing our top five parodies, and then Scary Movie Three, Scary Movie Three retro review. All right, that one sounds easy enough. I think I can follow the directions for the next. Episode. I don't know if Scary Movie Three is streaming on anything. Uh, well, but we'll we'll figure it we out. We can uh, rent it. I mean, if I have to pay two dollars to see Scary Movie Three again, I will. Yeah, or we'll figure it out. However much movies cost. I'm not sure how much it. I think it depends on the. It you know seems what? To be a popular. Hold on. I, I will just look this up. No. 
Nothing no. shall be researched live. <laughs> Hold on. Is there a certain server? Is there a certain site that you prefer for figuring out if a movie is streaming? Uh, it's called Just Watch for the app, and Just Watch. That's something I do already. Scary movie. All right, so we're plugging apps now. We should. Get, <laughs> no, I just, we, I, just we, I just like to watch. We should get. We should get paid for that so that uh, you know, our a, influence over one or two people can be monetized. It's on uh, HBO Max. HBO Max. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. So yeah, we're all set. I have we the can watch HBO this movie. Max. <laughs> I don't, but I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll get on Prime. Hold on. Let's see if it's on anything else. I just, I th- I thought you had that. No, I've never had HBO Max. I have to um, just because there's some of the shows that I have to watch. Like have to. Like I wouldn't be able to not watch them. Currently, it's True Detective. That's yeah. Uh, you know, a direct TV, do you? I do not. Okay. I have cut. I cut the cord. Quite a while ago. Yeah. Chad, All are right. you watching True Detective? I have not started the new season yet. I've okay. been watching Reacher. Oh boy. <laughs> so is True Detective a dad a dad show? Huh? Um well uh, it can't no. be anymore because now it's uh instead of an old guy being the detective, now it's an old woman. Um Jodie Foster specifically. I think yeah, I mean Dads would probably still be into Jodie Foster. No, it, the subject matter is pretty dark. It is for, it's uh, very dark for uh dad show. Dad shows are usually a little bit, you know, pretty black and white. Uh, right and wrong. Yeah. Hero. Yeah, villain. hero. Yeah. This one is uh, about child molesters. This is fairly, well, fairly straightforward hero villain like, breakdown there. Well, child molesters and murderers and and flawed police officers. And yeah. like it, it does blur the good guy, bad guy line a little bit. Um, True Detective season one is amazing. Two and three were not. Um, it, they two, were not good. Two was atrocious. Season two was was one of the worst disappointing seasons of TV I've seen. Season three was not bad. Uh, it was. It was, it was not oh, good. Well, if you compare it to season one, I will give you that. It but if, not, as a, it was not good compared to most things. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll differ on that one. I thought season three was okay. Um. Season four is shaping up to be quite good. We're a few okay. episodes in, and it's very good so yeah. far. I, I have no idea where it's going, but that's I usually wait season. for it to all come out, and then I can just kind of watch it as... Uh, then I'm not waiting. Yeah, <laughs> the waiting a week thing is a drag. Like, like I waited for Reacher to all come out, and then I'll, I'll just watch it. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it almost feels retro to have to wait a week for the next episode. The floor it, comes out. You have to wait every week. Every week? Ooh, mm. that's a tough one. Rob Lowe's uh, making that sort of time commitment? <laughs> well, it's released every week. Based on the clothing of the contestancies, I think we're filmed. <laughs> all in, in one succession. day. <laughs> it all happened the same day. Uh, speak, like uh, game shows, uh, has anybody watched the Squid Game show? Oh, God, no. Like, no, no. There's some no. controversy so, around that Are one. they going to start killing people in this? or is it? Uh, I heard that people got sick and injured. Really? Filming that show, okay. yes. Kind of like Fear Factor? Yes. It okay. sounds like there's maybe not great safety precautions were used. Okay. Okay, that's not a... Like, it sounds like it was maybe that's... closer to the Squid Game material than they actually <laughs> wanted to. And as someone in the production world, obviously not in that world, but nonetheless in production, safety is important. Let's let's pay attention to safety. <laughs> we, do, we don't need another Alec Baldwin moment here. Whoops. It, well, isn't yeah. he like going to trial now? Uh, for man, is it still going to be man? God, it's, it's, man- a, it's still manslaughter, I think. Uh, I thought it was now a civil suit. 
Because he was didn't it? get charges pressed against him. Oh, I'm not sure. I just know it was up I, in the news again lately. I, I think but. it's uh I don't don't come to me for the news on this, but okay. that, I, yeah. I think the like the family of one of the people that were was killed is well only fine. one person was killed. Yeah, one person was shot. But I thought, I thought it was the director and the uh like assistant. No, director. I thought the was well, the it was the director of photography and, and the I think the director got injured but not killed. Okay. How many people the Siri How many Siri, people did Paladin shoot? <laughs> <laughs> Great question, Chad. <laughs> I didn't get that. <laughs> it comes in a back movie, with, in, in a, his house or other. Yeah, it comes back with some hor- horrifying oh number God, like 26,932. Alan Ball enjoys Explain that, Siri. <laughs> he enjoys shooting people. All right. What's but, I mean, about it was the a... fatal shooting? <laughs> keep keep going. But I'll, yeah, I'll it was, I mean, it, it sent ripples through the production industry. Like you know, like I mean, the, I heard. The, I mean, like I heard about it. And... Yeah, this should not have happened. And okay, you're right. It was only one, one person. Helena Hutchins, rest in peace. Very sorry. We shouldn't make light. Well, I don't think we are making light. We're yeah, ma- well, we're, making fun we're of picking the, on Alec Baldwin, Baldwin yeah. but I mean, we were doing that before he shot people. It's, uh, great on SNL. Yeah, no, like, I, uh, I like. He, he usually I, does shine pretty good. I, I, I like Alec Baldwin, but you know, I mean, he's yeah. a celebrity. You got to yeah. pick on him. Yeah, I mean, to be fair to him, it's like he—I'm sure he was just handed a gun. Yeah. Well, no, it's and like, that's kind of what it sounds like to yeah. me. Is like I hear some of the ways that like. The props were handled was very proper. Yeah, yeah it seems. was. It was not the norm. Yeah, the, even I know it's not the norm, and I'm small time. The, the like, gun, uh, the gun wrangler, wasn't doing their job. Yeah, uh, she, well, she was there, going out into the desert uh, in her off time, shooting guns, and then uh, got one of those guns mixed in with uh, production guns. That seems to be what happened. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, normally you wouldn't even have live rounds anywhere near. There'd be no the, reason. Yeah, yeah. so. Unless you want to, <laughs> to shoot guns, unless, <laughs> unless you want to shoot a DP, um, yeah. So, uh, was it uh, Bruce Lee's kid? Like same type of thing, the crow, the crow. Yeah. Well, my understanding on that one is that it was a blank. It was the Chinese some... mafia. No. So, um, <laughs> what I what I believe I heard on that one is that it was a blank, but there was something in the barrel. Yeah. And so the blank. Turned whatever was in the barrel into yeah. a projectile, yeah. Okay. And so it was, an, it wasn't a bullet, but it became a bullet. Yeah. So kind of like in the Prestige, where he's doing the the bullet catch, and he puts. God, a it's been a while in. since I've seen that one. I just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a whole list. I got what's was it Stuber Struber Stuber. Uh, and I, 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 uh, I, big Mc, Christmas that becomes McGruber in my mind every time you say Stuber. Stuber, it just becomes McGruber. Did they make a? Didn't they make a sequel to that? If they did, I haven't seen it. Okay, Let that's me... that's another guilty. Shannon would probably hate me forever if I made her watch McGruber. <laughs> it was a great SNL sketch, though. Um, McGruber. So, are any of you guys watching? Uh, what 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 are they calling it? Monsieur Spade or? Um, there's a MacGruber TV series with Will Forte from 2021 um, on uh, Peacock. TV series based on the Sam Spade character from like Maltese Falcon and stuff. It's no. 20 years later, set in France. It's like Monsieur Spade. It's AMC Plus. 
Don't have that one. Oh, okay. I was, I've, unfortunately, probably the my pick of TV is similar to my pick in movies. Okay. So we mm-hmm. primarily watch cooking shows like Nailed It. You haven't been watching Maltese uh, <laughs> I know I watched uh, Nailed It because I uh, don't know if that's The Maltese Falcon? <laughs> Actually, n- Nailed It the... is pretty fantastic. <laughs> I got to say, I watched Nailed It. Nailed It's a great show. Nicole Byers. Oh, man, she is um, phenomenal. But no, the Maltese Falcon, that's a classic old Nora movie. You've seen that mm-hmm. one? I've, I've the seen the movie by less than eight parsecs. <laughs> Anyway, boom, Star Wars reference. I don't think if, I made if, one yet. If either <laughs> of you guys had been watching that show, I was going to suggest at some point we could do a retro review of the Maltese Falcon, but neither of you are watching the show, and it doesn't sound like you're itching to see the Maltese Falcon I've again. Seen it, so. I know I've seen it at least once, so I, I, uh. I have very little recollection of the overall story. Hmm. Do like Lawrence of Arabia, four hours long. No, I, as, it, as is, I still have to see the killing of the flower moon. Yeah, like I, I, I haven't had a day to set aside to get through I, that thing. Like I will say, like uh, I'm excited to see it, but I'm not excited. Long, I, I long. tried watching. What was the one with uh, Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci where they like de-aged them? Oh was, yeah, that was not good. I uh, forget the name. But. It was uh, about the guy that killed Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, right? it, I mean, it wasn't. It was awful. awful. No, it, it was. No, it wasn't terrible. awful, it was terrible but it was. Movie. It was not great. The best part of it, though, was that uh, they de-aged Robert De Niro and, like, it's just jumping from the present day to the past, and uh, they de-aged him, but the they didn't, like, have a stand-in for Robert De Niro. And so, he, he, so he walks, he ambles around like an yeah, old man? Yeah, and, and he's supposed to be beating the crap out of, like, somebody, and they didn't even have, like, a stand-in for that. So you see, like, this, he's, like, kicking somebody, but his foot's only moving, like, three inches. <laughs> Get Dolph Lundgren uh, uh. in there. Get Dolph Lundgren in there. <laughs> this is what it would look like if your grandpa beat someone up. Yeah. But it has a, a young Robert De Niro face. It's like, oh, there's something wrong with your legs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're going to de-age somebody and uh, they have to do, like, look, move around like a young person. Yeah, I feel like they probably learned a lot making that movie. Like don't a lot do that. of a lot of don'ts <laughs> were discovered in the de-aging in Indiana Jones and the um that that was not Harrison Ford running around. Oh, that yeah. was not. Okay. Yeah. Let's say I was supposed to say he did a great job there. Yeah. He the close-ups was him and like but yeah, it wasn't him like running around the train. I haven't watched it yet. Even Sandal Destiny. I think it's on huh? Disney Plus. It is, is on it? Disney Plus. Okay. I gotta watch that. I, I, I am seen it still yet. hurt. Are this Crystal Skull still Crystal bothering Skull. you? I saw Dallas in the theaters and I me and Holly greatly enjoyed it. I, I still hurt from uh Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. They completely ignored that, that movie existed in this movie. <laughs> that one has been excised <laughs> from history. <laughs> That's why. That was why they have the Dial of Destiny, so they could skip past that movie. Oh my goodness, it was so bad, so 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 bad. Yeah, it's Indiana Jones. They, you can't do aliens. I, I know they don't completely because uh, they killed uh, they killed Mutt like off screen in uh, Dial of Destiny, right? Doesn't he get the letter that uh, his kid's been killed in Vietnam or something like that? I guess they did. I guess I forgot that that would have been <laughs> actually <laughs> the Shia <laughs> Shia LaBeouf scare. Yeah, so he broke his other hand. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf uh, ruined his career by bad mouthing Steven Spielberg. That would Not, do it. He was like Steven Spielberg's like golden golden child, like because he was in Indiana Jones, I Robot. He was getting Transformers, all Spielberg productions, and then yeah, I mean he was actually good in Holes. I mean, I guess that'd be the one movie I thought he actually did a decent job in. But 
But uh, but yeah, and then he came out. Somebody asked him about some about Indiana Jones, and it's like, ah, uh, it's just basically said Steven Spielberg's fault. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you didn't see you Shia LaBeouf anymore. anymore. So I think uh, Spielberg has some pull or something in Hollywood. Maybe, oh, maybe a little. <laughs> yeah, you gonna say that about my Indiana Jones? Fuck you. <laughs> God, it makes me wonder what I said about Spielberg. No. <laughs> Poor Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. I have nothing <laughs> against the guy. I thought, huh? I thought I, he was he, good he, in some he roles. went somewhere weird after that, didn't he? He started doing like some weird like podcasts or like... Um, yeah, he did. I mean, he lost his mind and he yeah. like, uh, did Nymphomaniac was uh, like a movie that he did that was okay. weird. Oh, the know? Lars von Trier. Thing. Yeah. I, was, I, tr- I watched part one. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, I, I'm done. <laughs> so like, I'm not going to watch part two. Well, that's kind of Lars von Trier in a nutshell. Is can I get through this movie? Uh, and if you <laughs> ca- and if you can, then there's a good chance that the, that the movie will haunt you for the rest of your life. But um, I could swear there's like some movie that I liked of his. No, there's a lot of movies of his that I like. But I but whenever like I talk about it, like I don't casually recommend those films to people because like you can hurt someone that way you know <laughs> it's like it's like you really got to put disclaimers on this shit it's like okay go see antichrist but know that you're about to go see antichrist and that you're not going to be okay for some time afterwards yeah never mind i hate all of his movies oh really <laughs> so i'm guessing these are not made for me no I'm getting that feeling no they're just very dark twisted <laughs> Fucked up. Like he gets away with things that a lot of filmmakers wouldn't get away with, like having Willem Dafoe nail his dick to a board. Stuff like that is, you know, um, Willem Dafoe makes some weird movies. Yeah, although was, apparently uh, the and, Lighthouse. Oh, I liked the Lighthouse. That I didn't was like fun. that one either. Uh, um, but apparently this is a true story that um, see the in the opening of Antichrist, um, there's actual sex happening like you see penetration it's it's not fake and so they had a i don't know if it was a stripper or prostitute um body double for the woman and then they were just gonna have willem dafoe do it but as it turns out i apparently his penis is so freakishly large (laughs) that they had to cast a different penis for that scene, so nice. I, that's I, a, it's a humble brag. Is that yeah. that be a humble brag? Well, yeah, no, what, it, what it's is, not him spreading the story. This is just apparently what happened. Your, your penis is just too big. Um, <laughs> apparently, he's just really, really well do? endowed. And Lars von Trier thought it was distracting, and so they cast a different penis. <laughs> All right, next time I would see Willem Dafoe, I'm gonna high five. High five, but I heard a good story. What was that one mood, that one retro review that we did, like the vampires, uh, like they're on a train and like it's like a softcore porn? <laughs> I don't remember. I want to research it. Was it was Terry's pick. I just remember. I was like, this is Wait, like it a- was my pick. Yeah. It's vampires. vampires on a train and it was softcore it, porn. It, it's in a hotel, but it starts out like on a train and there's like a lot of sex in it. And what oh, was now this? I'm having a I'm having a recollection now when you say it wasn't all on a train. Yeah, uh, it's in like uh, France or something. Oh wait, um, yeah, no, it's oh, what's the name of that? It's a 1970s it vampire a, it movie. 70s, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that because I was re I, I went through a really heavy 1970s phase about then. 70s yeah. vampire. Movie. Oh, what was the name of that? I liked the movie, but yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, it was basically it was the softcore. Lady was like was yeah was the yeah. sort of long aged vampire and was like recruiting him as one of her new yeah. If uh, kind of, fights, maybe it was kind of like a vampire lovers, to the hunger, you know, the nude vampire. Ooh, it's like. <laughs> the title of it's gonna hit me, but it's definitely gonna hit me. Not Blackula, like, is it? When I get home, <laughs> it was not Blackula. <laughs> All right, let's see. Do you guys just Daughters of Darkness? Uh, was, I think that was it. That yeah. would be it. Yeah, because I recognize the lady right there. Yeah, uh, one of the more salacious vampire movies in the early part of the era. Daughters of Darkness combines the racier themes with a moody and artistic aesthetic that elevates the material a bit more than expected. Ooh, elevates. So that's a fancy word for erection. Transylvanian uh, hotel. So oh, okay. Yeah, well, that of course. That's it different is. than Hotel Transylvania. Don't get those two. Yeah, very different. Very different <laughs> movies. <laughs> hey, can you watch Hotel Transylvania. It's supposed to be a great. Oh wow! Now, actually, his memory serves. When I recommended that one, I I recommended it specifically because I'd always wanted to see it. I hadn't seen okay. it yet, but I, I did a, like it. Yeah, I I just remember I was like watching. I was like, what the. This is kind of like a late night uh, Showtime movie. Kind of like it's a like, Skinamax, yeah, yeah, like a Red Shoe like, Diary level. Yeah, yeah. Which, I, I, which would fit with the, like the sexploitation films of the seventies, where you know you'd push that line as far as you can just to get ticket sales. Yeah. <laughs> David Duchovny. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing that still when X Files came out. Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he did that well into the nineties. Well, like, why would you stop? I think he made. He good just money. had to walk around like a peer or something and uh, read a, a a red letter. <laughs> why is it always printed on red paper? Who cares? <laughs> it was on sale. You know, I've never seen that. Red, red shoe diaries. Not a I was like twelve, so yeah, I saw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Chad there. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yes. Were you supposed to? Uh, Emmanuel in space. Also a good show. <laughs> Did we stop recording, by the way? No, we're, no, we're running no, out of time. Still going. Okay, groovy. Not until I get this I, I, was still, I was still talking into the microphone, so it'd be yeah. a little... Yeah, well, little I, let me know when to stop. <laughs> that I'll just listen. happens whenever there's a microphone, though. You just kind of habitually <laughs> just kind of... Uh, right. Oh, okay, well... Um, but let's end on Emmanuel in Space. Great show. Go check yeah, it go out. Yeah, go check it's it out. Awesome. There you go. All right, bye. All right, thank you. All right. <laughs>